If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Support for today's show comes from Talkspace, the online therapy company that enables you to improve your mental health from anywhere at any time. Get matched with a licensed therapist from over 2,000 choices and message them wherever you need to. No commutes and no judgments. For a special offer for our listeners, visit Talkspace.com forward slash friendzone and use code friendzone to get $30 off your first month and show your support for the show. Talkspace, it's therapy for how we live today. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. But everybody, now, because I don't want to hurt that feeling. Hurt feelings, because they don't have any problems hurting yours. Now, as we previously have discussed and deliberated, okay, every single intro this month is going to be a message, <laughs> a.k.a. a word to the wise. This time, seen through the eyes of none other than Evelyn, tell it like it is, Braxton, okay, who at this point was sitting at a roundtable discussion with a few confused daughters and Tamar and Tony, and they were having a conversation, and she told them, you know, sometimes she was speaking to the fact that you got to have a backbone and strength as you walk through life, okay? Especially in Trump's America. And so, again, I want to further, you know, move forward the message that she said. You know, everybody's all, oh, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I don't want to hurt. Hurt feelings! Because they don't have any problem hurting yours. Hashtag hurt feelings. And with that being said, and more importantly, understood... Okay, welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell, Hades or Sheol, <laughs> wants a musty brain? Not me, no. Talk about it. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. <laughs> How you doing, friend? Hi, Dustin. Francesca. <laughs> Y'all are cracking You got on your grizzly. I just wish you guys could see what we see. Fran has on the coolest vintage so Grizzlies hoodie. Oh, thanks. She just don't even know. You know I like sportswear and shit like that. You know, at my heart. I really want to be buried in, like, a Nike sweatsuit. <laughs> you would. Don't put me in no suit, none of that shit. Put me in some gray Nike sweats. Oh, my Lord. And make sure you stick something in the pants so I got a print. I can go out. <gasps> so I can go out really representing, too. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I say that. I say that to say that I love you your sweatshirt. Yeah, service poop. Like, oh, yeah. Do y'all see that? 
Oh, I want the bottom half of my casket open too. You talking oh about? You talking about? Was it a closed casket? <laughs> Not halfway it would. I want all my shit open. Look at my shoes. Every damn thing. Stop I'm it. dead. This is the last. This is my last. So one last, last hurrah. hurrah. So everybody could be like, "Yep, that's him." All right, that was him, yo. <laughs> the last live show. And huh? don't be having me looking pigeon-toed <laughs> no. or slew-footed either. Make sure my shit is positioned straight. So anyway. Fran, you look so cute tonight. I, I say that to say you look so all cute that tonight. To say that. Yeah. All that to say that. Asante looking good too, y'all. Y'all should see him. He got his natural picked out so perfectly. <laughs> your hair is so long, dude. Thank you. But you I'm... and your Vanessa, um, Vanessa, uh, what was what was the Cosby's last like? Huxtable? Remember she had the haircut. <laughs> oh Remember the Vanessa Huxtable haircut. I'm like, what? <laughs> Like, yeah. What is he about to say? <laughs> it was fresh, iconic shit. You paying homage. <laughs> <laughs> Look, as long as it wasn't Hutchins, because I was like, where are we about to go? Oh, no, jeez. <laughs> Right. Wait, what's she doing? She she working for Hormel now. What's you know that company that makes like them Vienna sauces? What's it? She on like uh, one of them singing shows. She Probably. was a judge on something. X Factor or something if, like what that. What was it on? Lifetime. Lifetime she was two. A judge on X Factor. Lifetime. Nobody. One of them shows. You know, because she was being really nice, and I was like, oh, she the Paulab dude, huh? Oh, but then you know, don't, don't nobody want no insults. What can Vanessa right, tell you about like, anything? She gotta keep it. I mean, I mean, she gotta keep it G. If you want a Vanessa, get Vanessa Williams. Here we go again, dogging the sisters out. Where you want a Vanessa to judge some? Give Vanessa Williams. Either yes. one, because you know it's two. Either one oh. of them. <laughs> it is. It's it the one that was in Soul Food, and then it's the other. <laughs> I you know, know which one you're yeah. about. One of them got an L, right? It's Vanessa L. Williams and Vanessa <laughs> the Hell Williams. <laughs> it, it, she was the one in the series. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and I like to think about it, how she talked. Anyway. Look. <laughs> You know she had the little hair stuff. Didn't she have it? <laughs> yes, she did. She should have did. She should have worked with Bronner Brothers Atlanta. You feel that? I swear <laughs> she had a YouTube channel. Did she? I really. Oh feel no! It, right? I, I, I know who you're talking about. You talking? You talking about the the other one? The the cute little one. With oh, the, but but she she's a YouTube her. person. I know who you're talking you talking sure about. She doesn't have a YouTube. Uh, from you talking about the girl, the lady from Soul Food. She's a YouTube person. Yes. Yeah, and she's like a hair. She's a hair. I seen. Oh, this. I know who you're talking about. She was right, an she, actress. Right. Yeah. Oh, oops. You you're talking about one of the ladies from uh, Soul Food, and she's a and she does YouTube. Mm-hmm. I saw this a while ago, and I was like, "That's the lady from Soul Food." One of the clips. And she was like, "Hi, you might know me as an actress." And I was like, "Yeah, because you from Soul Food." <laughs> and then she started Duh. to give hair tips. Right. Oh my God. But then it was, I guess, that was it. How are you guys? How are your weekends? <laughs> I had a great weekend. Yeah? Yes, I did. Another weekend of fun. Shout out to Kid Fury. We <laughs> oh on, a, we on a motherfucking roll. roll. Jumpstart January on that. <laughs> <laughs> We've been having us a good time. <laughs> we really have. We went to a um like a, a part a rooftop party on Sunday. That sounded here in real New York. sus. You said he's we like, we, uh, we went a, to a, party. a we went to a rooftop party on Sunday <laughs> and turned it out. We had a good time. Shout Cute. out to the attic actually here in New York City. Cute. Yeah. Coming with weekend. y'all next time, friend. Don't don't listen. Peace be still. <laughs> Look, the way you showing up today, I can only imagine. Don't make my heart skip a beat, friend. I mean, I'm back on the market. I gotta get it. You, know? <laughs> you took the prize <laughs> and lift that bitch up. Top, whoop, whoop. That top of the My year. My ass still fat. Okay, they still checking for me. Okay, Y'all and never me. will you find another. Come on, friend. Like Katrina. Me. Shout out to Katrina Laverne Taylor. Okay. Y'all are taking me down today. Anyway, Woo. how was your weekend, Asante? Tell the people yeah, what you did on Sabado. Yeah. It was fun. Um, all on I Sabado. remember. <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> Tell the people what you did. Who need me see over here? Hello. <laughs> 
Hello, Jagan Wette. Okay. <laughs> okay, but why don't nobody remember Cedric the Entertainer when he had his sketch show and he was making fun of people? Oh, I do. K O R S. What? When was this? He had a sketch show on Fox, and, w- and one of his characters was the lunch lady. Ain't no more green beans. And then another one of the skits they used to do was KRS. There was a little ghetto white girl on there. I remember the ghetto white girl. She had this line, and she was like, "Oh, you gonna take me somewhere fancy like Applebee's or Fun Records?" Like there was some. Funny she on ridiculousness now. That was Chanel West Coast. <laughs> that is. <laughs> is it? No, it is not. <laughs> Chanel Chest Cold. That should be her name. You ever heard one of her songs? I got a new. Don't it sound like she needs some Vicks and a humidifier? How do we get here, y'all? How do Chanel we get West here? Coast, Chanel Chest Cold. That should be her name. <laughs> Chanel Chest Cold. <laughs> Even when she be talking on ridiculous. I said the Cedric the Entertainer sketch show thing to say that he had the Spanish show Carol the S. Oh my God. Anyway, that up on YouTube. Because all the Spanish shits. And on Sabado or whatever and yes. whatnot. Hello. What'd you do on Sabado? And whatnot. Uh, I got high as hell, caught up on a lot of random ass Netflix shows. All right now. Was Netflix. Super... Yeah. Oh, you don't you're not standing with Monique? Oh. You know what? Does... Are we gonna talk about that now? <laughs> yes, because she loves you for real. And you know what? I'm... I love us for real. <laughs> now let no, me just No, you say... don't. Now if you don't want me to enjoy Netflix. <laughs> it's one thing for me to agree with you, but girl, now, you're pushing me... it. Look, okay? let me just say I ain't even I ain't even pay for me this subscription, okay? Oh gosh. <laughs> and you still not standing with her. What? Because I'm watching the subscription. <laughs> Look, the subscription paid for, okay? I'm sorry, Monique. I'm taking the knee. No, I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm sorry, Monique. I ain't standing with you, girl. Oh I'm sorry. God. I agree with every to be clear, I agree with everything they said and they 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 played Monique. They did. Because she deserved they did. at least quadruple. Her that. and Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes, that's her business. Because oh. I can only focus on one thing, and that's Monique right now. For real. But where Monique is messing up is the way that she's letting us know. If you want to be respected and revered as a, a prestigious actor and an Oscar winner and somebody with a, a long credential resume as you have and as you deserve to be treated, you don't get that by standing in front of a goddamn bifold closet door. And looking at a camera, a grainy, it wasn't even an iPhone X. Sydney recorded that shit on a Galaxy 0.5, like an old Samsung phone. It was so grainy. And she's standing there, she's going to actually say to us now, she happy. She says, you know, they offered me the, this a small amount of money. I was like, that's messed up. She was like, you know, and they offered, <laughs> that's messed up. They offered Amy Schumer this and Dave Chappelle this and Chris Rock this. I said, damn, they really should have paid her more. That's terrible. Somebody need to do something about that. Then she says, I asked you to boycott Netflix. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> they don't love you like I love you. <laughs> okay. Slow down, Monique, because you tripping. And that, and for me, I don't know, it just came off as like mad, arrogant. Like, it's one thing for you to address an issue that I actually, that's messed up. And it's right. not fair and she deserved more. And they apparently have been doing this to a few people, so there's an issue there. Mm -hmm. But you're just going about it wrong. And as if one wasn't enough, then she released a second video standing in front of her awards cabinet, which is so funny that right now she wants everybody... I'm sorry, I know we went off on a tangent, but we're going to get back on track. (laughs) It's so funny that she wants everybody to to revere this Oscar. When I remember her giving interviews saying how she threw the Oscar underneath her entertainment center next to her son's football awards. Because she is not... You know, it's just... For a while, she didn't care. She didn't want to be attached to the prestige of being an Academy Award winner or whatever. But now, when it's time to cut the check, you want somebody to give a damn. Mm. 
that's the kind of stuff for me that I'm like, okay. And it has nothing to do with, I, I support everything she said. Netflix played her. And she mm-hmm. deserved way more money and it was insulting. But tell us through a prepared statement through your publicist that's issued right. to the Associated Press. Tell us through a sit-down interview with Dave, well, not David Letterman because his new show on Netflix. <laughs> but tell us through <laughs> Hell, she could even a go sit-down she could even go uh, yeah, on. Yeah, Van Zandt is where she needs to go. But tell I us mean, through a sit-down yes, interview with some, but that's on own, so that ain't going to happen. Oh, so shit. tell us, but but tell us that way. Go on CNN, go on something like that. These these camera phone videos, these Snapchat videos, these these musicallys. Do you know she winked, <laughs> she winked at us at the end of the last video. Did you see that? No. That's the shit that I'm talking about. If you want the respect, you have to... Not these musicallys. <laughs> you have Justin. to present yourself like that. I mean, I agree with you 100%. That's all I'm saying. But I, I just feel like in order for me to take her seriously as far as saying I'm a boycott Netflix, that means Monique is currently putting in the work, honestly. And no shade, they offer Amy Schumer some outrageous shit, right? But it's because she's like widely revered. And she can sell out Madison Square Garden. Monique is funnier than her, okay? It's not like... Like, she's funnier than a lot of these people, but Netflix isn't going to come to you and be like, you know, Monique, we know you're funny as hell. We're going to give you this because we think that you're talented as fuck and you got some shit you're going to bring our way. And this could be open a lot of doors. Like, nobody's doing that, sadly. Sadly, I feel like they should. But because Monique acts the way that she act, I'm not surprised that she's been treated the way she's been treated. And that sucks. It does suck because of how she is delivering it, just to what Dustin has been saying. I Just one more thing that just really blew my mind, right? You brought to us the fact that Netflix offered you $500,000 for a job, right? A half a million dollars. And you're asking people who make, some people make $30,000 a year, $35,000 a year to boycott something because you feel like that wasn't enough. That's the part for me. If you want to address the the, the disparity in the pay or the, the differences, do that. But to ask people to feel sorry for you or to sympathize with you or whatever for only being offered a half a million dollars to do any damn thing, that's kind of like... Disconnected. Uh, yeah, that's what fucked me up. I'm like, it's one thing. To, everything you're saying is true, but where it got arrogant to me is you asking us to boycott, telling me you love us for real. People don't even know how they're going to pay the internet bill to watch you say this shit on. Mm. And you talking about $500,000 and boycott, feel bad for you. That, I'm sorry. Mm. But that's it. You guys want to go ahead and get into the show? <laughs> A little happened last week. I like week. how he looks over right. at me. I caught up on Netflix. That was my weekend. <laughs> yeah. I was gay social as well, but we don't have to get into that at all. So gay friend, social? What does yeah. that mean? I was, was social with a lot of gays. Where's that? Oh, wait. Actually, don't for your safety. <laughs> oh, look. Okay. <laughs> We'll double back to that right. uh, uh, look on the after show. Right. You and I. I already can tell. But for how was your weekend? My weekend was good. I'm still in that. <laughs> I'm still in uh-huh. that like Dominican cleaning mode. I finally finished. <laughs> <laughs> um, bought like a ton of plans. Put up a lot of art that I've been meaning to put up. So I've been just like in home mode. Tell mm. the people what kind of plants did you buy? I bought some. There's this plant called ZZ. It's super cute. I bought that for my bookshelf. Um, a bird's nest fern, which is these really pretty, like, long green ones. Mm-hmm. Um, a calathea rattlesnake, which is this plant that looks like a snake. 
just That's a cute. bunch of yeah. I actually posted it on Twitter if you guys want to get like a better view of it. I got it from the sill, which I've told you guys about before. Yes. I saw the picture of the place, and when I saw the Isn't name of it, I was like, "This is so adorable!" And oh I my god, go. yeah. Yes. So it's, they have two locations. They have one in. You still have to get yours, right? Yes. Oh no, you had one. It no, just got a little I sad. Didn't, I didn't have mine. <laughs> Someone you know had one. Right. Right. Um, but I got a couple, and the seal is awesome because if you're not nearby, you can order online. And they mm. bring it to you the same day sometimes. They'll mm. bring it to you the next day, especially if you're in New York, obviously. Um, but I went to support. If you guys, first of all, please support because it's a really small location between 81st and 82nd Street and Amsterdam Avenue mm. called The Sill. They just opened that location on December 1st, and she told me that things are pretty slow. Mm-hmm. And it's such a beautiful shop. I would hate for it to not, you know, be able to sustain itself. So please, if you're looking to get plants and they um, repot them right there, if you need it, they have beautiful different pots that are so pretty. If you look at the picture, you'll see the different ones that I bought. And my apartment, you you guys already see my place. I have a million plants, but I just needed more. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I just changed the energy in my house. New plants, more art. Um clean the hell out of it, donated hella shit. I'm just in that space. I can tell that I'm, like, positioning for, like, a really big year. And so I just need to make sure the foundation was good and I come home to, like, a nice feeling. And working with Target, I can finally say it. (laughs) Right? I have an amazing campaign with Target for the next three weeks that Mm. you guys will see. Please support me on that because it's awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, you guys are sweet. (laughs) Which is really amazing. I'm proud. I'm excited. It's an awesome campaign that I got to creative direct as well because it's like a Harlem vibe. Um, so I'm excited to start unveiling that as the weeks roll out and for the next three weeks. So that the first post will be next week by the time you guys hear this, which is what Friday the second or something like that. So good start to the new year. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. Multi hyphenate. <laughs> I love it. Yes, so I'm very excited. This is a. It's just good. Remember, I was saying it. I'm a chill, but. God had other plans. No, God, hey. God was like, but alas. <laughs> no, you got you something else to do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's been a great, great, great week. So you guys ready to jump into the show? Oh, let's do it. Right? So on last week's episode titled The Science of Forgiveness, we had an amazing conversation where we pulled up different scientific studies showing the health and emotional benefits of forgiving. We shared some uh, pretty heavy cases of forgiveness that we could not relate to. <laughs> as well as shared stories of our own of times that we forgave people and just what we learned about it. As always, you guys had amazing things to say. So, Asante, who stood out to you? First of all, I want to give a shout out to my girl Janine down in the ATL. She went to GSU Mm -hmm. together. Hopefully, that's not too much of your business, but I didn't say it. (laughs) Anyway, Janine wrote into the show and she says, Pardon me. When I tell you I needed this, I ended up having to pause in the middle of listening and get a good cry out. Ooh, yes, (laughs) yes. I'm usually able to forgive people and move on. And in more serious cases, I take the route Fran and Dustin mentioned, I forgive you, but we don't really need to continue being active in each other's lives like that. Right. The epiphany that I had is that I struggle forgiving myself. For whatever reason, I beat myself up over things that happen. I fight with being upset with myself or trusting people in situations 
that in hindsight, I really shouldn't blame myself for. It's that kind of mad where you're upset that you trusted someone, but you're more upset at yourself for, for trusting them than you are for them abusing your trust. In reality, we should be able to trust people, but things happen and that's okay. I have to remind myself to value the lesson and learn to, and then grow from it. It was a reflective moment and cry that I really needed to get out. So thank you. So shout out to Janine because that's some fucked up shit where you have to realize that. Because I know that madness of being in that mania of being upset and being upset about being upset and <laughs> letting that cycle vent and not being stuck there and getting the fuck away from it. So thanks, Janine. What did you find up in SoundCloud Streets, Fran? And you know, she actually brought up a great point because I feel like we might have to do a part two at some point because there were so many other layers like forgiving yourself. What about apologies that you never got Mm -hmm. where you have to forgive someone who doesn't give a fuck, who actually doesn't care what they did to you? We might have to do that. Yeah, have no remorse. Like, there were so many other types of apologies and forgiveness that we didn't cover, and people were bringing that to my attention, which I appreciated because I was like, wow, man, this is such a layered, okay. deep, you know, such a layered, loaded conversation. But I'm glad that you guys were connected to it, and you had a good cry. That makes me happy. Right? Release. <laughs> right? That means you're removing some energy and moving some energy. So, actually, I'm dipping into the Twitter streets. Come on over Ooh, here. you in on them Twitter streets now, don't you, friend? Ghost ride the whip, friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amy G said, loved the Science of Forgiveness podcast episode. For a living, I go with juvenile offenders to apologize to their victims. Wow. Mm. A lot of science slash magic happens in those meetings, and victims are always teaching me how to forgive all the time. Wow. Wow. So that was profound because she literally gets to witness that intersection for a living and takes juvenile offenders to meet their victims. (sighs) Could you imagine? I I was about to say I would love to sit in, but obviously that would be nuts. But I would love to just witness that. Like, what do you say to each other? How do you even process that? Especially because, you know, those cases must range, Mm -hmm. like the ones that we read last week. So thank you for that. Thank you for putting that into our awareness, too, the fact that there are jobs like that. You're facilitating that magic and that science. Dustin, what did you find in the Twitter streets? In the street, I was a chopped and chewed because I was singing through my side teeth. Okay, so in these streets, I want to start off with a little positivity just to get things rolling in the right direction. Um, uh, The account GM Diversity, which is the the division that focuses on diversity within General Motors Corporation, um, gave a tweet saying congratulations to Cadillac senior manager, media, and multicultural Raymond Warren, who is my friend, uh, on being named the 2018 Multicultural Marketing Award recipient, which is a huge honor in the marketing field. Um, and so for GM to recognize him, especially his work in multicultural and efforts, efforts focused on diversity, that's huge. So shout out to Raymond Warren getting that kind of visibility. Shout out. Start things off on a positive note. Um, I also would like to give a quick shout out to at Ebony Jenkins underscore uh, founding mother (laughs) who tweeted a picture of a saint and she quoted it as Saint Felicia, patron saint of farewells. (laughs) In other words, playing on the by Felicia thing. It was just really hilarious. So I'm going to retweet that. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I'm going to retweet that. Um, I also would like to give a shout out to. 
at candidly slim candidly underscore slim who tweeted the most hilarious video from universal orlando apparently the donkey at the shrek exhibit in universal orlando Don't trolls and clowns Yo, i watched that, Fran, that what is it not? i was like i have to go see <laughs> this dude <laughs> in person it's what? like he heckles he the is crowd. hilarious <laughs> so the funny the yes you so saw that's... him make fun of the little girl yes. talking about somebody come get who, who where's the parents where's the um, <laughs> and he's doing it in that donkey from Shrek voice. <laughs> Just that's you guys' homework. We haven't given you homework in so long. Oh my god, I know. So we're gonna that's give you guys one. homework. Look that up. Look up the donkey from Shrek and <laughs> Universal Orlando <laughs> talking shit because he deserves to be recognized. Um, and you know what? That's all I really want to focus on this week. Let's just move forward. Yeah, I actually want to make two quick announcements mm-hmm. before I forget and want to do it at the top of the show. So this Sunday, which is January twenty eighth, I believe. I will be uh, working on my friend who I always talk about, Haz, Haz Nea. Yeah, she has an amazing school now called the New Earth Mystery School. It's her online school where she teaches different modalities, whether it's breath work, um, the the way that I discuss science and spirituality. So she has an actual school. Where, wow. Yeah, so she started, and it's amazing. You sign up, and... Uh, Twice a month, she teaches classes so you can try these different techniques and see which one works for you. So if you're trying to really, really get into the root of the work, she has a platform now where she'll be providing those studies, those techniques. Um, It has a forum, so if you want to meet like-minded people who are also interested in these types of conversations, this is the place to do it. I'm so proud of her. This is my sister, so... You know, I'm just, I had to shout her out at the top of the show. The school is Mariam Hasnea, which is her full name. That's M-A-R-Y-A-M-H-A-S-N-A-A.com. And this Sunday, I will be teaching class. Ooh! (laughs) Where I'm going to discuss the intersection between spirituality and being successful. And how do you do that while maintaining your integrity Staying aligned with who you are, even when everyone around you tries to tell you that it's not what you should be, or when what you do isn't popular. How do you do that? How do you contain? How do you maintain your frequency in a world that is trying to tell you that you shouldn't? And so I will be teaching that class, and I'm very Don't excited. Friend. <laughs> Professor. Yes. So that Shout is on. You. Yes, I'm. I'm honored. Do I'm humbled because anyone that follows my sister's work knows that she is next level. So when she asked me to teach that, I was like, "Wow, okay, let's do this." Um, so I'm going to teach that. That's on Sunday at one o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and just go to MariamHasnea.com, click on the New Earth Mystery School tab. And then from there, you'll see the directions when you scroll to the bottom that will tell you exactly how to sign up for the class. And I hope to see you guys there on Sunday at 1 p.m. Amen. Go ahead, friend. Right? And then the last one, I wanted to actually shout out Karen Rose. Are you familiar with Karen Rose? She's a really dope director. Um, She has a YouTube channel called Christmas in July 1982. (laughs) That's actually the full name of the channel. She has a short film on it called I Know the Sunset. It's about love affairs. These are all black actors, Ooh. black Ooh. people on set, the, everything from the uh, videographer to the editing, like the whole team. Her, she's a black woman. Smoke and Mirror is a web series she created on being single. And then she has a, a docu-series about strippers that she created called Power of Pussy. 
<laughs> okay. When that come on? <laughs> okay, look, so I need a step for that one. Yes, all three are on her channel now. I've been telling her I was going to shout her out, and I kept forgetting yeah, because of my brain. I know, and I'm so that's why I was like, you know what? I need juicy. to. I need to do this at the top of the show and not get this lost. So I'm gonna have to live tweet a couple of them. <laughs> you should actually that <laughs> for would be real. Cool. That sound. So Karen Rose, once again, her YouTube channel is Christmas in July 1982, and I think it's cool that she shows you how versatile she is because it's a docu series, a web series, and a short film. Oh, I dope. love it. Yeah, I love really it. Dope. so she shows you all three. Uh, ways that she Give creates. Her range. Yes, her range. That's the exact word. So please support her. She's an awesome black woman trying to make it. Maybe you guys can, if you're interested in being in the industry, maybe she's someone that you can link with. You could be directing with her, acting with her. Hit her up. Tell her friends on sent you. And that's it. Ready yes. to jump into this week's show? Wait, I got one last thing. Yeah. I just want to say how it was funny. I don't really watch the Wendy Williams show. But I watch it some of the time. I just catch her. So, mm-hmm. Wendy on a Wednesday. You ain't catch her that day she fell. Go ahead. I God. did catch her that day she fell a lot. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Dustin. With arms wide open. Oh, I ain't catch myself. Just <laughs> <Ba-dum-bun>. <laughs> oh, Why you have to make the noise? That, That's was, rude. Because that the, was such the a noise when she wow. fell. No, that <laughs> now is that's not count. the noise that she Stop, no. But for, I just want to say on the <laughs> Look, the worst part is, it was about the fact that we talked about uh, forgiveness, the science of forgiveness, Uh and then to watch Ricky Smiley talk about forgiving the guy that shot him on the show. Yeah, on Wendy Williams. Yeah, literally the next day. She (laughs) was shooting at her show. Not at the show. It happened. He was talking about how. Oh, he was discussing it on her show. Yeah, he was discussing on her her show how he'd been shot before. Wow. And how he'd actually forgiven the person and ended up um, after seeing the person's mom in pain. Uh, because later on in life they were dying. Wow. Uh, he was trying to like help them get um, released from jail or some shit. Wow. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's He's crazy. He's like the lady that, was, that I yeah. shared. I was like, that's crazy that we were just talking about this last night. Wild. And, and a lot of people was... were hitting me up about that case too, about the lady that forgave the man that killed her kid. Mm-hmm. People were like, oh my God, I remember that case. You know, Even though none of us could remember her name, I was trying to Google it and I couldn't pull it up. But I knew I didn't make it up because so right. many people yeah. hit me like, I remember that. And then someone profoundly put it where it was that she gave life and that guy took life. And they met at the intersection of that. Wow. And that's where she found love for this man. And I was just like, ooh. I still can't that's find That's deep, it. but. I'm lost. Because <laughs> right? I'm lost. Woo. That's just a, a level I have not attained. Yes. Reroute the GPS, baby. <laughs> I don't want to go to that intersection. <laughs> Rerouting. Okay. <laughs> Take me the other way. <laughs> the scenic okay, route. Now shit. I'm ready to start. <laughs> no, okay, let's do it. So this week's Finally. episode, just to lighten up the mood because it's a lot going on in the world, is a wild card episode. <laughs> And you know, you guys know what that means, wow, right? Wow, it means wow, it's not cop. about anything deep. We're just going to have a little bit of random fun. That's and right. that means that Dustin is going to take it away. What you got for us this week, like Dustin? So, recently, <laughs> there was a huge event and moment on Twitter where everybody decided that they were going to create the Black Hogwarts. <laughs> and okay? it was hilarious. They had picked every character that was related to Hogwarts. 
um, in general. Magic. Everybody in Harry Potter land. Side note, do you mm-hmm. guys know Harry Potter? Like, you watch it? I don't. Are you familiar? So all of the jokes went. Well, they didn't even go over my head because I turned the other way. The jokes is at that intersection you just got finished talking about. I went the other way. But as someone who appreciates comedy, as someone who studies comedy, mm-hmm. and as someone who understands comedy, I saw, I too, was privy to the silver lining in that cloud. And I said to myself, self, that's your next wild card episode. Cute. So today is the black episode, y'all. Let's yes. do our thing. Now, I don't know much about Hogwarts, but I know about black shit. So what we're going to do today is color everything. Black shit. There's a few moments and a few things that we've enjoyed where we weren't necessarily represented. So today we're going to color everything black. All black everything today. This is the black episode. So we're going to recast things. We're going to re-designate things. We're going to make things black that were not. Are you ready? Oh, gosh. I'm ready. You ready? Yes. You guys want to start with the television show? Let's do it. I do. I think this is a great place to start. It's something that we all know. We're all pretty familiar with. Oh, my God. I bet you I know what it is. We just wasn't oh in God. it. Oh, God. Let me but guess. let's go. You guess, baby. You are about to ask us who would be the black version of the Golden Girls. Fred! Oh, my God. <laughs> that was um, that was it. That's the one. Was that and really I, 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 and I, I swear to God, it. that's where we're I starting. Yeah, I feel like it's a great place to start. I feel like the Golden Girls is, you know, black adjacent. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? I feel like it's good, Especially right? Especially B. Arthur. Okay, so who's B. Arthur to you? Well, let's start with her. Let's start with Dorothy. Who could play Dorothy? See, now, do Dorothy was to... witty. What'd you say? Do what? Do no. they have to what? No, I was going to say, but do they have to reflect the characters that are there only because... My casting choices are just going to be based off banter of... You said, who's casting choices? Okay, go ahead. There well, you go. <laughs> Do your motherfucking thing. Because this is that the black episode, okay? Okay. <laughs> we march it to the beat of our own drum, the downbeat. Okay? All right, well, when y'all are done casting each person, I'm going to just tell y'all who my whole cast is going to be. Okay, well, just start. Why don't you cast the Golden Girls right now? Let's okay, go. Okay, so I would like to see mm-hmm. <laughs> Black on Viv. Mm-hmm. I think Janet I think, Hubert. I'm dead. Yeah. I'm black on Viv. Well, just you know, <laughs> I have to, I have to call her that because people... Over and pop, pop, and one. And you know her. what? The reason <laughs> yeah. that she was my first choice is because when I thought about Black Golden Girls, I immediately thought about one of the black moments on Will Smith when it was Aunt Viv and all her sisters and stuff mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I really liked... Uh, hey, Mrs. Hubert. I really liked her mm-hmm. on there and her, the way she talked so about So which one of the Golden Girls would she be? Well, that's the thing. I don't want to cast them for each of their own characters because it's going to make a difference for who banters with who and how. So I want to have her, and you're not going to be ready for the next one, Cicely mm-hmm. Tyson. Mm-hmm. Just because we haven't seen her heavily in comedy, <laughs> so it's just been funny to have her as like a sick, this uh, funny as sitcom Comedic actress relief. that could also <laughs> do these serious ass roles and be like, "Damn, you know, black people, we be doing it." Just because I feel like we do be doing it. Um, so her, uh, I have to. I, uh, obviously, put um, Jennifer Lewis on there mm-hmm. just because that's a given. Wow, with this cast, mm-hmm. and and this is like the younger version because I don't feel like they're old enough to be Golden Girls, but I don't feel like we showcase enough of our older actresses. We do, we pull them out when we need to. Like how Cicely Tyson, I feel like, came out of nowhere and slayed the fuck out of an already like when someone needs awesome, a mom or a grandma, right? Right. There's just not like like how we have Frankie and and uh, I was about to say and Frankie Grace. and Nephew. <laughs> 
They on Frankie, the docket. No, Frankie and Grace. They on the docket. We doing a black Frankie and Grace. Oh, oh see, but like how we have <laughs> them. To the Queen's Court. No, yeah. but they're on our they're on the list for tonight. We're doing yeah. black okay. Frankie and well, Grace. Well, cool, because that's another example of them giving older actresses shows. Platform, and, and that was yeah. a big thing too. Even um the show Disjointed that just came back with Kathy Bates, like older actresses in the you know, white communities get way more work than black ones. When I found out Kathy Bates had a show called Disjointed, I literally thought it was about Icy Hot. <laughs> Oh, my. Sante. I did. Um, I have one more left or two. I think I have one more, right? One. Uh, Big Didi. Who? Who? I don't remember her name. Do you remember? Uh, <gasps> I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> Do you remember um, uh, through this journey? Discuss through all this journey. <laughs> yeah, all oh, the mama. Yes, the bougie you one. Yes. Money. Because I feel like they would be like the half. Golden Girls, but I feel like they would have really funny ass, <laughs> awesome, ass. and even like the random serious moments that come up. Like imagine them redoing that episode um, where it was the dinner party, and uh, there was the murder at the Golden Girls. They were at like a, a murder theater. Mystery. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a murder mystery party, and then someone ended up really getting murdered. Mm-hmm. I just think it would be funny as fuck to watch those Big women Didi in that. Right, all of them, just all of them sparring <laughs> together and apart. So th- those are my black golden girls. Fran, what say you? Oh, my. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the black... You know, I actually really like that point you made about us not paying homage to our older black actresses by giving them their own show as opposed to having them just come in when someone needs a grandma or an aunt, you yeah. know? Right. Even Jasmine Like, died. I want to know what it, life is like at 16 when you're, like, dating or if you're married. Either one. That'd just be cool. Sidebar, there is a show coming out. Which? It's Viola Davis and somebody else. I can't remember who. I wish I had researched this. But I read about it. It's coming out. It's Viola Davis and somebody else. It's a male that they're producing it together. And it is. It's basically going to be the Black Golden Girls. Yes. It's an older black female so cat. It's an older happening. market. Yeah. I don't know why we didn't catch that. But, yeah. um, okay, so let me think. If I were casting... This is tough. Cause now tough? I'm like trying to think who the older actresses are. Um, and it could be now too. So, <laughs> so a lot of people have aged well. A lot of people have be... aged well. Okay, wait. Help me think of actresses. Oh, okay. This is tough. Okay, so she might not fit your casting bill, but I wanted to say Jasmine Guy would be funny now as something oh, just because she was funny Guy. as fuck back in the day. But... You know what? Jasmine Guy would be funny <laughs> right? as Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> now we all seen Jasmine Guy on the quad. <laughs> so the fact that you've been her or on them Tyler Perry shows she's been on now. Bottom line, we ain't been watching her lately. Jasmine Guy is working again and she's on the quad on BT. And the fact that you're putting Jasmine Guy on the new Golden Girl. I wasn't putting her on there. I'm just saying, and she's funny as hell. She's she's older now, and I want to see her doing something. Um. Okay. <laughs> How about Loretta Devine? <gasps> oh, Loretta Devine Loretta. would be cute as Rose. Yes. Mm. Can't you see her as Rose? I sure can. Um. <laughs> all right, her as Rose. Who is like kind of stank? Mama Joyce. No. Oh, let me keep that. I'm sorry. She's on my cast. <laughs> Can we do just for the fantasy of it, mm-hmm. dead or alive? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Br- pull them up. Bring no, them on. Bring them on up it. into Not it. Pull them up. That's it. Dust it. <laughs> Come on. Let's bring them on in the room. To say? 
Della Reese. I knew you was gonna say oh, Della Reese. Yes. I knew it. She would yes. have been Bring her back. perfect yes. as B. Arthur. She would have killed Dorothy. So Della No, I am not. Oh my God. I mean, like, she would have done a I swear to the one time I'm not being an idiot. So Della Reese as B. Arthur. <laughs> yes. Ooh. You know, Jennifer Lewis would be cute too, though, as B. Arthur Loki. Yeah, she yes. would. Because she has that, like, you know? Yes. Like, unfiltered mouth. Um, oh, my God, this is hard, you guys. Loretta Devine, Della Reese, <laughs> Jennifer Lewis. And I need a fourth person. Mm. Why is this so hard? This is sad. Who would be... Rose. Who would play Lucy. Rose for you? Oh, Loretta Devine. Loretta Devine is Rose. Who would play Dorothy? Della Reese. Della Reese. Blanche would be... Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis. Rose. No, Estelle Getty's character. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That's who I meant. Sophia. Sophia. Yep. Who would be a cute Sophia? Um, <laughs> Not for nothing. They would need, like, prosthetic makeup, but Jada Pinkett would kill Sophia. Oh, what? She would. <laughs> Think about it. Jada Pinkett would kill Sophia. Like, if you My put her in old face, is old that a thing? Face. <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, because um, what's her name doing that? And this is us. Yeah. Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. There you go. Mandy Moore ass. If you Mandy Moore the hell out of uh, Jada Pinkett, <laughs> she would be a great Sophia. Because I feel like she's an actor who her Mandy posture. Moore the hell out of Jada Pinkett. Her posture is always right on point for whatever character she plays, real shit. She always like physically is the character. Right. Think about when she was stony and set it off, moving her shoulders to the front, sitting down like that when they was on that roof and moving them braids back. Think about it. Jada Pinkett I always. I you want to Google black actresses. Yeah. You go, Dustin. Okay, well, and let's then I'll do find, this. I'll find who my last one is. All right, so first of all, the Black Golden Girls, right? Let's just plan it out, okay? <laughs> so you have four main characters. You got Sophia, Dorothy, Rose, and Blanche. Now, Dorothy was known for being cynical, you know what I mean? Tall, you know, a little bit, looked like she could play hoop, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm going to go with Tawanda Braxton for Dorothy. Oh, Tawanda has the right my. attitude for Dorothy's boy. Oh, like, God. If you write her stuff witty enough, it'll be great, right? Okay. <laughs> Now, I'm not here for the rest of the episode. Now, really. I'm gone. Rose, right? Rose is somebody who's always kind of like sexy but dumb. You know what I'm saying? Still, you know, whatever. So I feel like for Rose, we have a great pool of people within the love and hip hop category to pull from to what? play a character like Rose. <laughs> So, for Rose, somebody who really just doesn't have a lot to say. And again, let's think makeup and wigs, right? Oh Rashida God. Frost. Oh Rashida as Rose. She smiles all the time, kind of dingy, you know, <gasps> just really, you know, Rashida would be great. I think oh Rashida, that's nice. I think she would do a good job, right? You know I'm going to eat okay. <laughs> Blanche, right? Blanche was, you know, kind of over the top, you know what I'm Ooh. saying, whatever. I think it's 2018. Let's switch it up. And instead of Blanche, let's put Miss Lawrence from um, Star that plays Miss Bruce on Star on Fox. Let's put Miss Lawrence in there and make Blanche, not the Blanche, Blanche, but like the Blanche <laughs> character. Let's make her Miss Lawrence. I think that's a great casting choice, don't you? This is going to be a good show. Now, for Sophia. I'm playing this game wrong, I think. So, <laughs> so for Sophia, we didn't already talked about this. I told y'all a little Uzi verse should do it. If it's on Broadway, oh he would be a perfect Sophia Petrillo. But since Sophia's not, since Lil Uzi Vert is busy, because he is definitely booked. 
Okay. So since Uzi Vert Justin, can't play Sophia. Little Uzi Vert Sophia. Yeah. He'd be a great Sophia. <laughs> yeah. The shoulders. Yeah. 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 Imagine him <laughs> arguing with Tawanda. Imagine <laughs> hey, little Uzi Vert hey, and Tawanda hey. arguing like Dorothy and Sophia. He Perfect. Like, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> but since she's not available, I want um, Jim Jones' mama. Mama Jones for Sophia. Oh, with the voice. <laughs> Dorothy. Oh shit! You're Mama right. Jones. Yes, that's a great. Mama Jones yeah. is a great addition. You know who we're missing? Alfie Woodard. Ooh, oh Alfie yes, Woodard. that's who I was looking for. Yes. Alfie Woodard. Well, if you're gonna do the Mama, uh, the Miss Lawrence thing, then being Rames. For who? Dorothy. <gasps> okay, you know. So for Dorothy, you on holiday or, hard as Dorothy. Or yes, yeah. Or I'm not playing either because that would be funny. Tell us on previous on Golden Girls, his ass. Or bring back from the dead, Meshack Taylor, the guy from um. <gasps> Designing women. Designing women was good too. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Why did we watch that? We were <laughs> it so wasn't young. good, and it was. And I used to we be cracking so up, like understood the jokes. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's great. So give me Mama Jones. Okay, now bonus. Punkash. Who's gonna play Stan, Dorothy's ex-husband? Oh my god. Think about it. <laughs> Rick Fox. Rick Fox. You really thought this out. Mm-hmm. Rick Fox. Rick Fox. Good. He's goofy and he leans forward when he stands up straight, just like Stan uh, Smornak did. Remember how he would stand up and lean? Dorothy? Eh, Rick Fox could do that. And he kind of sounds like the actor that played Stan on the real show, too. Mm-hmm. John Sally. John Stamos. John Sally. John Sally. John Sally. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect <laughs> choice. Perfect. I'm going to give it to Shaq. Yeah. Per- <laughs> friend. Perfect choice. Perfect. Yeah. Can't you imagine Shaq knocking up, knocking up, Dorothy, and her and Tawanda cussing Shaq out? Because you know the black going to It's going to be on cable. We're going to cuss. Oh, my God. Okay. For Mama Jones to really do her Ooh. thing. Okay. So this is fun, y'all. Okay. Look. So let's keep this going, right? <laughs> Let's keep this going. Now, this one, let's try to cast. Well, you know what? Let's do it the way we want to do it, okay? Let's do The Black Saved by the Bell. Oh, shit. (laughs) Who do I want to play? Black Morris. Yep. Black Morris. Yeah. (laughs) Shit. Yep. Who is Zach Morris? All American, high school footballer, you know, ladies' man, you know, witty, zingy. Who could do it? What black boy could do it? I'll give it to um, what's his name? Michael, Michael B. Jordan. B. Jordan. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Michael B. Jordan. He'd be is cute as Zach, I think. Yep. Right. Maybe. <laughs> I'll say Bruno Mars is AC Slater. <laughs> I couldn't even get it out. <laughs> Am I losing? <laughs> <laughs> He would be dancing down the hallways. Every scene you put him in, he'd be dancing down the high school hallway. I remember he wrestled. He'd yep. just be like dancing. Closing his locker to the beat. Ding, ding. Every time. <laughs> Bruno Mars. Who would be screeched? He would wear heelys. Bruno Mars would wear heelys down the hallway. <laughs> Who would be screeched? Let's just all do it together. It'll make sense for us to do it one by right, one. Let's just yeah. cast it. I'm bitch. just trying to think. <laughs> okay, so who would be Screech? Hmm. I'm gonna do a cross cross show. 
Mm-hmm. And put Jaleel White as Jaleel Screech. White as Screech. That'd be cool Ooh, as hell, yes. right? Jaleel White with okay. a Screech. Well, we gonna, we gonna cross times. I, I want Zach to be uh, Dwayne Wayne. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's who I want to be Black Morris. You know who I see for Zach? Bryce Shear Gray. What is he? Oh, that's um, um, from it. Yes, yes, from Empire. I can yeah. see that. Let him do that. Zach Morris. Actually, I could see him as Slater. Yeah. Well, yeah. With the yeah. wrestling clothes. For Slater, who would I pick? Hmm. Hmm. Little Scrappy. Let's let Little Scrappy <laughs> wow. be Slater. Yeah. Little let's let Little. Let's let, it's black. Remember? <laughs> yeah. He said, "Yeah." Yeah. Let's let Little Scrappy be Slater. Okay, Kelly Kapowski. Who's it gonna be? <laughs> Claudia Jordan. Tika Sumter. Oh, Tika Sumter. I'll give it to Kelly Rowland. Oh, yeah. No, right? I want I want uh, Kelly Rowland to be Lisa Turtle since she wasn't black. Oh no! I, you know who I give Lisa Turtle? Oh. The girl from I'm sorry, I don't remember her name. I'm mm-hmm. s- my memory lately has been so off that she's I can't even remember the show. Zola, Z- oh, that's her name on the show. The Blues Mom. Ralph Angel's girlfriend. Oh, um, Bianca Lawson. Bianca oh, Lawson. Bianca Lawson. Yes. Perfect Lisa She'd Turtle. Yes, she would be cute Lisa. She still looks the same age. Yeah, she though. does. <laughs> yeah. Bianca um, Lawson. Who could place A.C. Slater? Well, we already picked him a little scrappy. So, Screech. <laughs> who could play Screech? This is the Screech? worst cast. This is awful. Uh, Screech was lanky and nerdy. You know what? Tyler, the creator, is Screech. <gasps> I like he that. Was Tyler, the creator, is Screech. Oh he would, be, God, he would do it brilliantly. Cute. Tyler, the creator, is Screech. I'm with you on that. Yo, Yo what, what, what if this principal? really gets cast? Right. Mr. Building, mm-hmm. Deb Atney. Uh, uh, 2018, we switching it up. I told you. It don't matter. It could be a one. Mr. Building could be Miss Building. And it's going to be Deb Atney. Can't you see her? <laughs> Zach! Get your ass in the principal's oh, office. Oh, my God. No. Mm-hmm. I don't. Deb Atney. Deb Building. Yep. <laughs> Deb Belding. I would give it's a Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah would do a great job. Miss Belding. Mm. Dana Belding. <laughs> Fuck it. You know who? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. See? Are we going to do more TV wisdom. shows? Yes, we have plenty more, but okay. we're not done with this. Who else is Lisa left? Turtle, I didn't cast yet. Oh, okay. Who do I see for Lisa Turtle? Yara Shahidi. Oh, cute. Young Yara. Yeah, Yara will fuck Lisa Turtle up. <laughs> I like that. I like her as Lisa Turtle. Okay, okay, okay. Let's do a black version of the Spice Girls. Hmm. A black version of the Spice Girls. Black version of the Spice Girls, including Mel B. So let's Dead. do. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. So <laughs> no. let's do regroup the Spice Girls. We're gonna put a group together where you have Posh Spice, Sporty Spice, Baby Spice, Scary Spice, and Seasoning Salt. I'm gonna. Oh, who's over- the other girl? <laughs> I'm about to overthink this one. Who's the other girl? You said Baby. Posh, Baby, Scary. Oh, shoot. Posh Baby Scary Ginger. 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 Yeah. That was such a... Baby Spice. Yeah, Baby. baby, And Ginger. Ginger was her... That was... Posh, Ginger, Baby, Scary. Yeah, you forgot Ginger. Sporty. Did you say Sporty, too? Yeah, he said it. Yeah, so Ginger. I'm going to give Sporty Spice. I'm going to give it to Sierra. Perfect choice. Mm. Yep. Posh Spice. Rihanna. Cute. I see it. Baby Spice. Delicious. <laughs> what is wrong it always, with you? She can sing, too. 
<laughs> she, she really could do it. <laughs> like delicious as baby spice. Okay, since you want to play games, baby spice is Zanique. <laughs> right, since you want to play games. Baby spice is Shekinah. <laughs> tiny for Shekinah. Tiny would be perfect oh, for baby spice. Oh, baby spice See? is so cute. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... <laughs> Who else was it? Sporty Spice with Sierra. Ginger Spice, Lyrica Anderson. Because she be having that orange hair all the time. Oh, my God. So Ginger Spice, Lyrica Anderson. Or SZA. Or SZA SZA. would be Scary Spice. Faith Evans, Ginger Spice. No, Ginger Spice. This is awful. (laughs) It's like the worst casting of all time. Because um, are we basically are we doing it just based on looks? Well, fitting the description of like the spot, yeah, you know, <laughs> of the spices. Unless you want to redo the spice, like we can make whole new spices, <laughs> thick thigh spice. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I already know this is not a good idea. You know what I'm saying? Hold your man down, no matter what spice. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Okay, so uh, little known <laughs> musical side fact, mm-hmm. Pretty Ricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a female version of Pretty Ricky. Yes. What was their name? Uh, on the some tip of my cream. Wait, was it buttercream? Buttercream, something or like that. They were the some cream. What was the song? And, I don't remember. It was something. What do you mean oh, a oh, female uh, version? Like on the same it, label? It, I, I think so. Groomed by the same people. Like oh, they okay. were. They were marketed as a companion to. Pretty yes. Ricky. Got and, it. And, and the song I just remembered. They, it was four girls, and uh, one of them was a rapper. She was baby blue, and then the singers and stuff. And they had a song called Sugar Daddy. <laughs> and they're like, I need a sugar daddy, and it was awful. But I thought about that because I'm trying to think of a flip of the Spice Girls. And mm-hmm. what if we did Spice Boys? Because we Ooh, never had oh, we never had uh, like a '90s, 2000s successful black boy band. Like, I was going to do Black In Sync anyway, so okay. we could just go ahead and do it now. <laughs> like <laughs> we're moving on. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, Spice Girls. Yeah, we couldn't fuck with y'all. <laughs> just we tried. Just because it's hard to think of. Uh, uh, all these women I be thinking about like how they sound too and then I'm thinking about how they sound together and I'm not trying to put together Danny Kane but in my head that's what I'm automatically So the doing. black NSYNC Right Who's Justin Timberlake? I'm gonna try something new I'm gonna say Luke James mm. I feel like he okay. has a very powerful voice but somebody that could sing lead and you know he can do a lot of different things so he knows I think it would gel very well in the group I think he would be a very awesome group leader my Justin is going to be Usher. Usher's dope. Yes. Scratching and not. Got the dance talent. moves. I'm telling you. Dance moves, voice, everything. And to me, everything. he can emulate, like, the position Justin played in NSYNC, Usher would, like, nail that. I'm here for that. Yup. Usher's my JT. Who's your JT, friend? I might give it to Chris Brown. Oh, my God. Breezy. Yes. Breezy, right? Because I know he'll hold down the dancing, the solos. hmm Yeah, he can start. Who's J.C. Chazé? Mm-hmm. Somebody that's always like second best. <laughs> that's you know so what I mean? mean? Like somebody who could I'm really. Not you know what? Not like that. What I mean is like. <laughs> what I mean is like somebody who can hold their own if they had to, but they fit well in a group. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just like not the humble. lead. Yeah. Because no shade, J.C. was one of them Kelly Rollins. You know. Yeah. It's, you he know was it's good. He was. People still waiting on that album. Um, so. Um, that Valentine it... dude. Um, Bobby Valentino. <laughs> no. 
Actually, no, 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 not Babby. He could play the one with them little um, braids and the ponytail. What was his name? The one in Chris with Patrick. The, yeah, he can be Bobby Valentino. <laughs> <laughs> for even ex- even exchange, <laughs> we'll take it. We'll give him Bobby Valentino for that part. But anyway, who I would I say Trey songs. I feel like Trey songs would be a great compliment to any of the people we named as lead. I can see that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> JC was still the shit. Trey Song still the shit. You know, I feel like it will work. <laughs> well, because my group is short, because I started with Luke James's lead, um, Brian from Making the Band. From, uh, <laughs> wow, was he the one with the braids? You really went in for that one. <laughs> I did. He could. He. You know what? You I will use your flashlight for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say this. One thing that I will say was when the boy band was being made on Diddy, I was like, I do not care about these gentlemen at all. Like, I didn't care nothing about them. But after the show, I went back and I listened to some of their music, and I was like, wow. I understand. Like, Kia, shout out to Kia. Mm-hmm. She, she like, attested to me a long time ago. She was like, honey, CDs one and two will get you through. And I was like, I don't believe this. But I played both of them straight. And I was like, wow, there was some magic here. <laughs> so, Brian, he could sing his little ass off. I just didn't care about him enough to. He could. He had a heart, too. He always, his chest was always going up and down. <laughs> he was always breathing hard. He worked playing. hard on that show all the time. Like, any task they put in front him, of him. Brian. Remember they got into it? Oh, him and Lorianne. What? Baby, he said, look here. Be quiet. Be quiet. Someone control him, Willie. Control him. They was right. going up and going <laughs> Mind out. you, that was, she had one job, which was to run the class. And, like, you couldn't even. Furthermore, she was putting too much pressure on them. Lorianne thought everybody was supposed to be about to explode like she was. It's not always like that. <laughs> and I remember, like, he finally snapped out. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Like, enough was enough, Lorianne. Mm-hmm. I remember that. So, yeah, we go, you know what, for nothing else. For his perseverance, we don't oh put God. him. In. He got a place in the group. Y'all, so period. <laughs> I mean, seriously. He said for, if for nothing else. If for nothing else. I was literally just referencing the other day when Brian sang his ass off to stay in the house, and they was doing boys to men to the end of the rows. I was like, okay, this nigga wants to stay. Who's the bigger guy in NSYNC? The taller um, Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone. Okay, so since we're bringing people from wherever, Gerald Levert. Gerald LeVert was a bad motherfucker. I don't care what nobody said. <laughs> Gerald LeVert had endurance and stamina on stage. What he could sing group? and roll with it, and he had a strong voice, and he could keep up with dancers. You know, LeVert used to dance. There was some big <laughs> niggas, like, dancing and moving around like that. Gerald LeVert was light on his feet. Who was in your group? Usher, Gerald Usher, <laughs> Gerald LeVert, and Trey Song so far. Okay, oh, and okay. Bobby Valentino. Y'all, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Yo, this is a singing-ass group. Can you watch this group on stage right now? Yeah. Usher, Gerald LeVert, Trey Songs, and, and Bobby, Bobby Valentino. Valentino. <laughs> yep. I don't give a damn what he do. Bobby <laughs> Valentino has got a place in this group. Okay, so who is the other person that I'm missing? <laughs> who do you have Because we got Justin, we got JC, yeah, we got Braids, and we got the tall guy. Who's left? Uh, Lance. Lan- oh, the gay Lance. oh, the sweet one. The gay one. Lance Bass. <laughs> I mean, like that. <laughs> the sweet one. Lance Bass. Got a little sweet, sugar like in his tank. Nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, let's see. Who can play Lance Bass? I ain't no better. I'm like the gay one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Jesus. Y'all hmm. killing me today, boy. Lance Bass. He didn't really say much. <laughs> we didn't really care what Lance, well, once, until we found it. When he came out, we was like, oh, okay, Lance Bass. Yeah, yeah gay one, cool. Let me see. So who could One of us. Who's like a shy, quiet black singer? Bryson Tiller. <laughs> Tiller. <laughs> Tiller with, I go, I, Tiller oh with LeVert. 
Yes. Oh, Bryson Tiller and Gerald Levert. Yeah, this is the worst. This is group great. Of all. <laughs> you don't think they gonna harmonize, friend? Imagine this group singing "Shy I If I them Ever." On stage and I can't keep my like. What I'm they gonna teary. wear? What you what you imagine them wearing? Sweatsuits. What they wear? It's in sync. They gonna wear. One of them gonna Look, have on a sweatsuit. One of them gonna have a shirt tied around. Why you wear? It's the it's the Puma Fubu collaboration that's about to that come Dave out. Dave East was promoting. Yep. They gonna have champion sweatsuits. Yes, they are. Yo, Gerald Levert and the dad. Moving. <laughs> Gerald Levert. Gerald Levert was bad. Do your homework, y'all. Listen, look up at Hurts Too Much to Stay by Gerald Levert and Kelly Price. And tell me Gerald Levert ain't bad. Yeah, Don't let Usher sing that today. one. So, yes, you guys. <laughs> that was exciting. So, now we will move on to this list is so long. So, we're going to do. <sighs> <laughs> I'm so dead at this. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't finished whoever was in mine, but mine was. I mean, we can't beat that one. Look, look, I, there was literally nothing. This is this is this this one is is really easy, and it's only going to be two characters because we could go all the way around the world with this. But let's just see who we really feel like could sit in these shoes, right? It's our last one. Yeah. Okay. The Devil Wears Prada, but we'll only do the two main characters. So Meryl Streep. And, Ooh. Okay. And the other. <laughs> Yeah, her. <laughs> Damn, I know her name Anne too. Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Shout out to Leonard. Yes. So Anne Hathaway and um Meryl yeah. Streep. The Fuck. Devil Wears Prada. Meryl Streep. I had a good one. I think Jocelyn Hernandez should play Meryl Streep's oh role. Oh my god. Fuck. I had a good Yo, one. Imagine brain. the condescending stares, the drawing back, the haughty arrogant attitude, the scoffing. Hey, hey made. Yeah, hey, mate. I see you got your maid outfit on like you always do. That was the part. Now, let's, a moment. Let's dial back the hey, maid line. That was hilarious. Classic. And Mimi is a maid. It was, so it was fun. Well, she wasn't a maid. She had a cleaning service. <laughs> so calling her a maid was funny. But oh what God, really yeah. drove that home was like you always do. That was the part for me where, like, I, like, lost. Yes. Like, I couldn't believe she said that was to that her. first her season? Second season. That was the see? season two premiere. Man, oh man. So anyway, so the devil was Prada. Who's the mean old lion and who is the young cub? My Meryl Streep is going to be Angela Bassett. Mm. Just because. I cause... like that. Oh, yeah. You won. Mm. I, I have no one better than Angela Bassett. I just, I feel like, you know, it's Angela Bassett. So just as to watch her be stern and then give them little side like smirks and shit. Mm. I just see Angela fucking that up. Oh, you know what? I do have another one. Tiana Taylor. Octavia Spencer. <laughs> she she seemed mean. She can do it. Yeah. She seemed mean. No. <laughs> she was mean in that movie where she played God. Remember? Did you see that movie where she played God? No. She's just mean. <laughs> she was mean in Hidden Figures. You don't remember? Mm. Yeah. Driving that car, Octavia Spencer. Anyway, but I love her though. And I think she's so talented. Or Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis. She'll be a good one too. She'd be hilarious though. <laughs> like hilarious. Felicia Rashad. Felicia oh, Rashad. Yes. 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 Debbie we, Allen. Debbie Allen. We go to Tokyo Styles and get Felicia Rashad one of them little gray bob wigs. <laughs> She'd be perfect in the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> she would. She would. And to play the young girl, the young naive girl, looking Damn. up, smiling all the time. I still can't put my finger on Anne Hathaway. 
to play and have I give Yara Shahidi that role. I actually think Felicia Rashad and Yara Shahidi would be cute. That would be amazing. Mm. That is a reboot. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. <laughs> like amazing. Cute. I, I w- see it. I would randomly give the shot be just because I feel like she hasn't popped off the way I really want her to pop yet. Zendaya. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I would like to see more of her. Like I She feel almost like- can play Meryl Streep's part. She could. Zendaya has, you know, she got them eyes. So, uh, <laughs> is there anyone else you want to cast? Ray Hathaway? No, this has been so That's much it? fun. All right, yep. Ray. <laughs> so, thanks for playing, you guys. The Black Game. This was all right, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. We need to blackify more things. I think so, too. So keep it going on Twitter, you guys. Anybody that you think you want to recast any show, any ensemble, you know, Broadway plays are also available. Anything, you know, that you want to see blackatized, let's keep it going. Yeah, let's make it a taggier it episode, which Mm -hmm. that means that if you are listening and you have a podcast or a blog or YouTube channel, tag your it. That's right. Do your version and we we will watch, read, and listen. Yay. Are you ready to move on to this week's wellness segment? This is a black episode, so you got to go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Today's sponsor, Birchbox, is a monthly subscription that sends five samples tailored to skin, hair, and style preferences right to your door. It was created for women, by women, as a better way to shop for beauty. The brands inside vary from well-known to indie, and each box is personalized based on the recipient's beauty profile. So it's always a unique gift. No matter who you give it to, it's the perfect gift for any occasion birthdays, Valentine's Day, or just surprising someone special. She doesn't even have to be a beauty person. Birchbox is designed for women who don't really have the time or even the inclination to obsess about beauty. But, you know, they still want to look and feel great. So I have a homegirl, and, you know, she's really busy with school right now, but I know she loves to take really good care of her skin. Mm. But she doesn't have all the time in the world to go to Sephora and smell all the beautiful smells right, and like try the all the samples us. and things. <laughs> so I think this would be a really dope gift for her. It's something really cool, and it's not too personal like too personal to give her. Right. Like, because, you know, I don't need to know her, like, her hair type or nothing. There's cute little mask inside there. Cute. Like, little lip glosses that people like. It's very versatile, so everybody would enjoy what's in the birch box. And and then, like you said, you don't have to know her business, but it's tailored That's to right. her skincare and hair care and beauty needs, which feels nice, feels sweet, like it's a thoughtful gift. So I actually think that's perfect. Amen. Subscribe today and save 20% off a 3, 6, or 12-month subscription or your purchase of $30 or more in the Birchbox shop. Birchbox is normally $10 a month, but when you sign up for a 3, 6, or 12-month subscription with our code FRIENDZONE, You'll only get it for $8 a month. So remember, go to birchbox.com forward slash friendzone and use the code friendzone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm actually really excited because I didn't tell those of you listening. I usually tell the guys what the wellness segment is going to be, but we're going in cold turkey. Going blind, Oh, snap. (laughs) That's some black, huh? We're black on. I mean... It might be something black. If it's something black, some we're people. going fried turkey. <laughs> Wait, what? What you mean for something? What? Let me get closer. So you to... ready? Uh-huh. You got to sing this song. <laughs> I ain't going to make it. Well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> I need tea. So I've told you guys that I've been messing around with my diet, kind of tinkering around, because last year with, you know, the Friend Zone Tour and my wellness tour, I felt like I didn't have enough energy. And so aside from... 
the regular things like sleep earlier, drink more water, um, even working out. I knew that I had to change some things in my diet. My diet, you hear me? My dar. And my dar, uh, whether it was more protein or more fiber, just tinkering around. So when you change your diet, outside of looking at your body and seeing how it's reacting or your energy levels, there's something else you have to be mindful of. Can you guys think of what that is? Your your food chakras. <laughs> Not food chakras. <laughs> your bathroom schedule. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk to you guys about your poop. Damn. <laughs> I wish there was a camera. I'm eating M&M's right now. <laughs> this is an important conversation. Obviously, you guys don't have to go into detail about your poop. I mean, <laughs> the fact that you're eating now, the I know M&Ms. we talk shit on this podcast. <laughs> oh, girl. I know we talk shit. But honestly, it's a very important conversation that is awkward and, you know, it's not something you discuss with people. <laughs> when do you bring that up in casual conversation? You don't. <laughs> Most people aren't researching their poop. They you know, they're not, they're not on Google. Like, they got to Google it. But it's important to know <laughs> because your poop, whether it's the shape, the color, <laughs> the size, uh-huh. the smell, the shade, the hue, all those things are an assessment of what's happening internally. <laughs> Do you so know the name of the woman that studies the poop? That studies yes. the poop? The only reason that this is funny to me is because I was watching Celebrity Big Brother UK when uh, New York was on there, mm-hmm. and the lady came in and studied their poo, and that's why I think this really? is so damn... No, yes. I missed that. Yes, she was looking through their that's poo. That's so awkward. And so then they she pooed was talking, and then she went in there? So she took some of the celebrities that were being the rudest that week or some bullshit, I don't know, and then she was like, I was looking through your at your poo, and I see, oh, I can tell that God. you're being stressed. What are you so stressed about? And like giving them <laughs> assessments on their shit and shit. I read a show. Nice I mean, level. I read a book or either watched a show where the person in the book was was responsible Ooh. for getting, or they were seeking out a fecal matter, matter. You know what it was? Getting, what was the name of the show on HBO with getting on. Nash, where they worked in the hospital? Yes, getting Lori on. Laurie Metcalf's character <laughs> was, she wanted, remember how she was chasing every, those oh awards for research? And she she was stealing the patient's um, stool samples. What? And I and, and analyzing them and creating like this study, this research, like you know, this study yeah. of poop. And she stole one and <laughs> yes. lost it. That's what it was. I knew it was something. Yes. So, yeah, I'm yeah. glad I had something to contribute. You had a connection. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> right. that. But I think, like I said, it's an important thing to discuss and figure out. And I'm hoping to plant the seed. <laughs> The seed. Now is the time to talk about seeds. That will encourage those of you listening to be more mindful of the shapes coming out of you and do your research because they can be telling you a lot of things. You know, the your poop has to travel to 30 feet of your intestinal tract, right? And so they said, I really wish people could see your Look at faces. your poop and look at your choices. You know, the average human will produce up to 9,000 pounds of poo over the course of his or her life. <laughs> look at your poo and look at your shit choices. Out here. <laughs> so, the, actually, look at these graphics. Oh! <laughs> it's not real poo, y'all. Oh, I'm showing them the animated It's poo. Mr. Hanky. <laughs> 
But these are the levels. There's levels to this There's shit. There's levels. Who oh. in the hell is far? What the, what's wrong with the person on the far right, There's friend? Levels There's levels to, to this shit. The one with the glasses? What's wrong with the one on the far right? <laughs> the hell they got? Y'all should see this. It looks like literally antlers. I hope you tweet this under the episode. I should, right? So, so people here are like, the three what's main, that shit over there? Here the, here the main... The three main things to look for. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the first one, which is frequency. <laughs> mm-hmm. Frequency. So your poop chakras. So it says that it's best to have at least one complete bowel movement per day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you'd be surprised. There are people that don't poo daily. They don't poo What they weak. do with it? They just don't. Mm. And they think that that's normal. I've actually had conversations with people that didn't know you're supposed to use the bathroom daily. They just had no idea because if you're not if eating, you don't feel it. well, if you're not eating a diet that uh, works well with your particular constitution, mm. you could be backed up. You know what I mean? Like so many different things. People have celiac disease, which is um, people that tend to go gluten free because they are sensitive, or at least more sensitive, I should say, to gluten than other people. I know people think gluten is just some hipster shit from Brooklyn, but. There are people that are, are actually sensitive to it, and it messes up with their digestive mm-hmm. system. So people that have that and don't know, mm-hmm. which is why you should know this, you should research this so you can be like, why haven't I been pooping? You know so what I mean? So the shit could... can start to make sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I smell what you're stepping in. <laughs> so some people have two to three bowel movements a day. Because of their faster metabolism, they have more robust, good bacteria. Okay. Or based on the quantity of food they eat. If you're eliminating more than three times a day, then you're, this article says you're entering into the world of diarrhea. See, eliminating. This makes it a more comfortable conversation. <laughs> I like words like eliminating in this, this situation. <laughs> Thank you, friend. Oh, my God. So the thing is, this is the, your body's way of eliminating toxins and acids and other stuff. So that's why it's really important. You should actually be happy when your body poos regularly and be thankful to it. Look at the poo and say thank you. <laughs> I'm supposed to look at it and say thank you? You should. I pray over my food when I get it. And pray over your poo when you pass it. Baby, this shit thank ain't your even bo- worth it. <laughs> thank your body for working well. <laughs> Is that why it's bow? Bow over? Never mind. <laughs> bow. You know, oh, to pay homage. Now, the, aside of frequency, then there's form. So there's the shape, which there's is where form. the stool chart, the Bristol stool chart. You have seven types of poo shapes on the I ain't chart. never had six. Of, I was going to say, some of those is... <laughs> and then pellets, pieces. number one. So this is important because pieces this is the one that's not talked about often. So here's a handy reference. For those of you who are listening, look up the Bristol chart. That's B-R-I-S-T-O-L. And that way you can look at your bowel movement. So... Type one, which <laughs> it looks like olives. <laughs> There's separate hard lumps like little balls, which are hard to pass. Like these M and M's I'm eating. <laughs> and I'm actually looking. I'm my so when it's small, when you have the little lumps, right? <laughs> um, it's that means that it's staying in the intestine too long. So it doesn't just pass with ease. It's staying in there way too long. So water is actually being reabsorbed. And that usually refers to like a lack of dietary fiber. And that's what can lead to them being so hard. So you have to be mindful of adding more fiber to your diet. Are you guys, do you guys eat 
a diet high in fiber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I ain't been shitting um, <laughs> goobers or whatever that is that's on that thing. <laughs> Your boy is regular. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, then the second shape. You see this one? It's like a sausage <laughs> That look too wet. Is that what's wrong with that one? It's a sausage shape. Oh, my God. Is it? My sausage ain't never. That that looks like a like it spilled out of you. Oh. That must be the runs. <laughs> what is that, friend? I'm trying so hard I'm... to be serious. <laughs> and this shit is hard, okay? <laughs> Type A right now. Well, apparently this shit is wet. So if your bowel movement is too loose, if it's like watery. Right. Like it's like soft, mushy, <laughs> liquidy, or too frequent. Like oatmeal. Yes, that's a way to put it. Um, obviously, and listen, if your poo fits any of these different shapes, you obviously want to go get it checked out. That's number one. That's disclaimer number one. Go to the doctor first. Yes, please. But in the meantime, do your research. But they're saying if your stool is too loose, then you want to eat more things like bananas. I actually was reading an article that said pears are really helpful for... Why are you making that? Because it only makes sense now that Rick Ross <laughs> had that viral moment about <laughs> pears. Exactly. Because Rick Ross was like he was shitting. Rick Ross was oh. in three shits a day, people you was talking about a couple minutes ago. Pears Rick Ross help be you. Bust it down. He ain't never turn your goofy, turn so your boo boo down. That's Rick like, Ross. Oh, damn. <laughs> Rick Ross got a toilet with a seatbelt on it. <laughs> Rick Ross got a toilet with a three point seatbelt and a helmet on A hood, like a, you know, like a hair dryer when you sit on it to dry. He got to put the emergency brake on the helmet toilet attached seat. to it. Yeah. <laughs> a toilet with a parking brake. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Even apples, applesauce. <laughs> Toast, tea, rice, these are all foods that have qualities like tannins that can actually help firm up your stool for your bowel movements. Oh, so I could drink wine? You know, there's tannins and wine. Here you go. So technically, these help you get your shit together. (laughs) Yes. There you go. Very technically. Um, and black I schoolhouse to... rock. Sorry, we should have did all black schoolhouse rock. I think oh, this might be brown. Though, even though most schoolhouse <laughs> rock, <laughs> this might be the brown schoolhouse rock. Go ahead, friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what's actually really helpful too? Do you ever give yourselves abdominal massages? Like actually, like push into your lower abdomen and kind of move things around that's really helpful okay and honestly that's what yoga kind of is supposed to do yoga mm. um sort of rinses out like think of, you know when you wring a mop out mm-hmm. that's what yoga is actually doing to your intestines oh wow so even though we joke positions. around you know when you go take a yoga class people are always farting and because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's loosening mm-hmm. you up so it always happens but that's why <laughs> So it's actually really, really good, even for something like I your bowel. I knew that's what there was it a science all, behind the fart si- in the goddamn yoga. <laughs> I did not know. Never mind. That's why I won't do hot yoga to this day. Because <laughs> enough of this. Listen, and it's a hundred degrees in that room. Hell oh, no. no. Well, go ahead, friend. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know what's a really cool trick that will help you if, let's say, you're someone who is having difficulty passing bowel movements. You can put a drop of peppermint essential oil into the toilet before you sit down and it will stimulate (laughs) it's true it's very stimulating (laughs) 
one drop, just then you can one. put like an Instagram story up and put peppermint vibes. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> no. that's what it is. Don't it's the peppermint God. vibes coming up, coming up in your butt. <laughs> peppermint vibes. That's what it make you go. That's what that song, Love Come Down. That's what that was about. Oh, you make my love come down. Somebody had put a starlight man in the toilet. Go ahead. <laughs> so please do your research on that. Whether it's too loose or too hard, right. do your research on how you can tinker around with your diet to make sure that you're eating the right things to get it to. A, you know what's the healthy poop? Do you know when your poop is healthy where you're like, I ate good today? Do you know what that looks like? No, it's but when I'm... it's the snake. When oh, it like okay. just that one solid piece and it coils around. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't break. Usually it's the not... holidays. <laughs> I was about to say no, but I know what it feels like. Oh wow. You've been eating. You do feel a kind of sense of accomplishment <laughs> after the snake. Right. You do the snake. Right. You do be But you guys know like... what I mean. Yeah. Right. No. You cross after the that finish line. When you look down that's like a... that's a good one. I ate well today. That's what you want. You want it to all be one together, one form, shape like a little torpedo. And now here's the last question where I actually Frank saw. Say, see, you can't do this and expect us not to. Frank shaped like a little torpedo. <laughs> Y'all making this so oh, hard. I'm really trying, Frank. You got to understand. I knew it was going to be hard, but okay. Oh, God, I knew it was going to be hard. There's nothing you can say. <laughs> We have to tell this to the people. We listen. <laughs> she. <laughs> Not she. <laughs> and then there's the color. Now this, yes. Have you ever had yellow or green poop? You still shouldn't yellow. You still yellow. <laughs> have you ever had that? I love you, Aunt Sherry. Shout out to my Aunt Sherry because that came from my Aunt Sherry. That is where that came from. You still shit in yellow. That's what she was saying. It usually is a malabsorption of fat, which means that your body is having a hard time breaking down the fats that you're eating, the Mm -hmm. healthy fats, whether it's like avocados. You know what I mean? Your body's struggling, and it might come out Mm. like green or yellow. What about green? I thought that that usually happens after like, you know... Kale. I was gonna say after I've had like I mean some you do have leafy to be greens. you have to be mindful <laughs> that certain foods or even food dyes. Baby, Eat. red velvet cake will get you right. <laughs> red velvet cake will make you really think. You didn't really make some choice. Not, not, not like beets. Beets. I was like just beets. about to say beets that. Beets will fuck up your life. I, I was in there like, what is even going on? <laughs> it gives it that life. red hue when you man, think you're dying. Oh man. Yes, that's what? beets. So obviously you're aware though, like when you eat certain things, they're right. going to change the color. But if out of nowhere your poop is yellow or green... You might want to look into that, whether it's something that's like a deeper underlying illness or it's based on the fact that your body's having a hard time breaking down fats. Um, I Do you guys drink kombucha at all? This yes, I love kombucha. kombucha Give me some of that so kombucha good. drink. <laughs> I actually want to do a wellness segment just on kombucha, so I'll save that for them. But it's really good for your gut, for the healthy bacteria, so that your body can break things down properly. It's so helpful. So I usually drink a huge glass of kombucha after every meal. That's kind of how I make sure that my metabolism and digestive system is working properly. It's really helpful. Um, So they say that your stools, you want them to be a nice medium to dark brown. Think of like milk chocolate. 
That's like the healthy. <laughs> We're going to get through this. That's a healthy color. And then the last is to float or not to float. Do you think... <laughs> Do you think a healthy poo is supposed to float or not? Not. Not? What do you think, Asante? <laughs> Asante. <laughs> float or no float? You think it's supposed to be that mid-grade? <laughs> what you think, Asante? Um, a healthy one, uh, it should it should float. No, it should not float because it, it's weird when it floats. So you both say it should sink. Yeah, the snake don't float. <laughs> Now, here's the interesting thing. I saw a lot of conflicting information because some people felt that if it did float, that meant that you didn't have enough fiber or or the fat malabsorption. But then other people felt that if it did float, that means that you're eating well, you're eating light, you're eating perfect, and it's balanced, which is why it's floating to the top. Snake don't float. I heard people who can't fight, they should be floating. (laughs) Is that true? It's light in the ass. That's why they're getting their ass kicked all the time. <laughs> is that true, friend? Did the research reflect? Is that what it is? That what it surmised? Oh, uh, and then the I'd say the the biggest consensus was that it should sink. Thank you. Yes. I knew I wasn't yeah. crazy. Like I've been shitting for quite some time on my own, <laughs> of my own free will, and I have never. Okay, snake don't float. What about the smell? Do you think terrible smelling poop is a sign of something bad? Or is I've it never normal? smelled pleasant smelling poop. <laughs> Every poop I've ever smelled has been terrible. So I don't know, you know, <laughs> the varying degrees of stanking. You know, some right. being it, shitty. It all requires I, air freshener. It's matches. actually... <laughs> matches. But you know what? When you're eating a balanced meal, it's not saying that it's not going to have but a scent. It's not as emphatic. But it shouldn't, it shouldn't be rude. You know, Gunplay was talking about that. Oh what? Really? Are you serious? <laughs> he was so trick that if he eliminate red meat for 30 days, his poop won't stink. I mean, I've witnessed it. So. So hold up, friend. You mean, <laughs> tell me, you mean to tell me your shit really don't stink, friend? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I was trying so to Andre keep my 3000 coming for that ass. The rumors are true. Friend, <laughs> shit don't stink, yo. <laughs> I was trying to keep my poop out of it. <laughs> Because you try to keep that shit to yourself, and you see what happens. The real wellness segment. Hmm. Okay, matter of fact, well, well, okay. <laughs> so we tried to get through it. I tried to get through it. I'm proud of myself because I had line. back. Okay. Bottom line. Bottom line. <laughs> so you guys should do research. Please look up the different diagrams. Different articles. You know who has a great article? Web uh, WebMD has a great breakdown of what is happening in your body, what the colors mean, the scent, the shape, everything. So please, it's just something that, like I said, because you don't have these conversations casually, you would be surprised how many people don't know their bodies and digestive systems and what's healthy and what's not. There are people that don't poop every day, and they think that that's normal. I knew people didn't really know about. I well, I shouldn't say didn't know about this. I knew this was something that a lot of people would be, you know, inclined to understand mm-hmm. when that Ed Sheeran song went number one. Which one? The shape of shape poop. Of you. I knew he was. About to, I knew I'm he was in love with the shape of poop. <laughs> That's it. 
That's it for this week's wellness segment. I know it was crazy, but I hope that you found some a gem. Yes. In it somehow. <laughs> now let's move on to Mr. Music, man. What you got for us this week? Asante, <laughs> what a segment. Yeah, what a segment. <laughs> um, with that seg- segue, a lot of new shit finally came out. <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> I mean, friend, I really tried. Uh, you know, it's that's important. why I had to check out. That's what I said, you know what? People need to know this. And, and you they know, do. you are you are one hundred thousand percent correct because yeah. when that woman was on Big Brother talking about them people's shit, I was really sitting there like, oh my gosh, like she is really killing them. Yes. But she's right. Furthermore, but, let's be clear. I don't know why everybody acted shy anyway because everybody knows you wipe till you don't see nothing. So it ain't like you never. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't like you never seen shit. Okay. <laughs> And we want to make sure that people are healthy. Most yes. importantly, just by us saying this, somebody can go get checked out of whether their poo was a different color or right. shape. You know what I mean? And all jokes aside, Google that. Like, look Re- all like, that up. Look at the pictures of the poop. The, the <laughs> look, Bristol chart, all that. Look at Study your, poop your poop and look at your choices. Google yes. doo-doo. For real. I was a firm <laughs> believer. <laughs> Google doo-doo. That's what y'all need to do. <laughs> I was a firm believer when my attitude ain't right, I need to remain hydrated. (laughs) That when my attitude ain't right, I need to uh, hydrate. So if your shit ain't right, you need to rebalance your diet. (laughs) Maybe if your attitude ain't right, you need to take a shit. Hey, amen. So this may be pointing people into the right direction. I forgot who I was talking about, but I was saying they always look like they got to take a shit. And they just been holding it all in. They just evil now. Donald Trump. Him mostly, probably. And anyway, can I, can I just say one last thing? Go ahead, when you I your time. Cause we was <laughs> even though on. I've said I've let go of that story, but of, with of my illness, I could not use the bathroom by myself. And so once I was able to, even something as simple as taking a poo, I'm I kid you guys not, I am so thankful. <laughs> like, that's right. Damn. That's what I'm saying. Like this, this is important. Be thankful that your body works the way it does, that it's passing how it needs to. Pay attention to what it's passing. So that you understand your body. It's just good information. You should know what all this means. You should be able to look at it and be like, shit, I need more fat in my diet. You know what? I need more fiber. That's lit. To have an assessment in the toilet of what's going on with your body. It's very important. Since you said you should be thankful after a poo, I can now openly admit that I do be burning my Palo Santo. So, over you the know, poo? Technically, I'd be... Not over it, but you know while I'm sitting there, I'd be Shitting like, in peace. <laughs> look, because, you know, you actually got to appreciate the moments along any way, any which True. way you can get them. Because in my mind, I was like, I'm thankful I ain't got no kids and I'm not hiding in the bathroom right now because I know that there was a mom or dad somewhere just... The this is the, the only door. moment that they, that they can have. True. You know, Barely. Silent Night wasn't always a Christmas carol. <laughs> Silent Night was originally about burning Palo Santo while you do the number two. All is calm. Oh, my God. Then you check the color of your shit. All is bright. Okay? Asante. You check the shape. Round, young, ver- okay? I'm sorry. So, um, a lot of new things. Actually, I want to do the listens lately. Let me talk about the playlist, and we'll do listens lately, and then I'll do something after the segment, hopefully. Uh, so, I want to start off by talking about the playlist pledge for this month. I am so done with you. <laughs> I, can't get I am so done with this you. This is the first time in the history of this show that I took my own self down because <laughs> he that out. look, he is Silent out. Night being about look, using the bathroom is fun. That <laughs> that is was funny. And, and, and you cracked it during the music segment too. <laughs> I ain't trying to give you too many points, but 
No, Thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. But I was like, I was like, damn, he bust outside the night joke. And it's the music man segment. That was that like, was that, that was took a, me that's out. a segue joke. <laughs> Between my two. Valentine's Day isn't just for you and Bay. It's okay to show a little love to your friends too. Cute. And with the help of today's sponsor, Greetable, you can get your best friend the best gift. Greetable is perfect when you need something better than a greeting card and more personal than flowers. First, customize a beautiful box designed with your personal message and photos that your friend can tear off and keep. Then, choose a cute gift to pair with it, like champagne gummy bears or a candle with that just right scent. It's all done in a matter of clicks. And then the Greetable team assembles your package and sends it directly to their door. You can send them for under $20, so it's pretty much a no-brainer. Greetable is great for any occasion. Birthday, Mother's Day, thank yous. But it's perfect for a best friend on Valentine's Day. So, to try it out, go to greetable.com slash friendzone and take 20% off your order today. That's G-R-E-E-T-A-B-L dot com slash friendzone to get 20% off your order. Thanks again to Talkspace for supporting today's episode of The Friend Zone. Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. Can't imagine fitting another appointment into your life? Well, with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. Send your therapist text, audio, and video messages, or even do a live video chat. No commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgments. Talkspace therapists are fully licensed and go through a rigorous screening process in addition to thousands of hours of supervised professional training. To match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com forward slash friendzone and use code friendzone to get $30 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's code friendzone at Talkspace.com forward slash friendzone. Talkspace. It's therapy for how we live today. Anyway, okay. Oh I, I can appreciate it. Um, so, to begin, playlist pledge. So, I'm, I was working on two playlists. I decided that I'm just going to finish the uh, January playlist. You can check my Twitter, at Asante at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday. That is the day that this podcast goes out. Mm-hmm. The January playlist will be up. Um, I just wanted to go ahead and get that one out the way because once I started doing my playlist with the songs that have like two parts, I was realizing that this is too many vibes. I really wanted to do it right. Mm -hmm. And I want to deliver that to everybody in a way that they can like really feel all the songs that I was fucking with and be like, damn, that was a good song. I ain't never heard that song. That's why I like putting together the playlist of people that you guys have not heard, including people that you are way too familiar with. So when some of you are like, why'd you put this Cardi B song? I'm tired of hearing this song already. (laughs) Well, I put it on there because you love that song and you didn't hear it for the first 10 songs of this playlist. But now that you've heard it, you're like, oh yeah, I know that song. I'll play one that you know. That's the trick. So uh, moving along from that, the playlist will be out uh, again hashtag playlist pledge we can find all the other playlists from last year and this will be the first playlist of this year for those of you asking it will be published on Spotify and Apple Music I do not publish play- playlists on SoundCloud I do not publish playlists on Tidal thank you all for asking I will hope to do this sometime in the near future for you all but not right now uh, with that said a bunch of new stuff came out uh, listens lately what have you guys been listening to out of the new the new pool well, y'all know, sir. Mm. Yes. I am so excited about his album. It's called November. 
Um, he has a song on there called Something New with Etta Bond that yes. is beautiful. I've had it on repeat. I hella love it. It's super pretty. It's like a nice ballad. Her voice with his is just really nice. Um, who else is there that came out? There's an artist named Faruko. Mm. Have you guys ever heard of him? So he has a song called Crippy Kush. And oh, yes. I love this song. That's the one with that Kush, 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 Kush. Oh, that could be Kush. With Nicki Minaj. Yes. That's oh a verse she God. actually murdered. You know where I live. So I hear I, know I, you so know. I know. They played it song. in the barber shop. Nicki <laughs> <laughs> killed that verse and she killed the look in the video. <laughs> the fact that y'all know this. Oh, wait, play Onika part. Nah, they probably gonna cut right. that song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that song, um, shout out to my homie Jarrah who put me on her Dominican butt. She was like, Y'all heard Creepy Goosh. Damn, you hear me? And now, friend, you be Goosh, Goosh. Okay. <laughs> so I've been listening to those two. Um, who else? Yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Well, uh, I've been jamming the Dave East new project. Um, there are so many songs on this project that I love dearly. Um, I also have found a newfound love for Go Legend, which is the opening song oh, yes. on Big Shine and Metro Boomin's project. It samples um, the theme from Mahogany, Do You Know Where You're Going To? Oh, and I sweet. just I love the way that they flip the beat. Metro Boomin is so, so talented. Um, the song that is my favorite song on Dave East's new P2 project is Woke Up with Dave East and Tory Lanez. And then he has another song called What Made Me, where he's saying, like, Jay-Z maybe want to rock chain and all this other stuff. It's just a really dope project. Shout out to rap music. Yes. Oh, and Drake, obviously. Yes, oh, my God. Drake. Guys playing in diplomatic communities. Yeah, which Scary I like. Yeah. It actually sent me down a bit of a Drake rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Because I haven't really been listening to Drake since he's been kind of quiet. Yeah. Um, he dropped more life and disappeared for the yeah, year. Yeah, but you know what? I I realized I really love Feel No Ways. Yeah. I love that. I like Views. I'm sorry. I do too. Views I, grew on me. I was Because yep. I just sat and started listening to his discography just as a whole. And then I, I made a playlist of my own of like my favorite Drake songs just because I was like, you know, I might just listen to this. And I was like, yo, Feel No Ways is the shit. The shit. I kept putting that on repeat. <laughs> yeah, yes. as soon as it comes in. And even just the story. I was like, yes. I feel you. I can't be getting high with you sitting here. You know what I mean? I got shit to do. Got shit okay. to do. It's so funny you mentioned that because I just was on my Instagram story playing um, Faithful. The end of At the end of Faithful where Division starts singing. And yeah. Oh, changes. yeah. Yeah, I've always loved. We come. Cute. Those are mine. Amen. I want to give a really quick shout out to RK Jackson down in Atlanta. His his Twitter and probably Instagram is the RKJ. That's T H E E R K J. Um, He worked on a project uh, as a producer, I believe, and I think he had a heavy hand in it with an artist by the name of Sergio um, S I E R G I O. His project is called This Will Hurt. I got to listen to it, and it's really really dope. Um, it's available on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify. But uh, Sergio has, like, the first, like, four tracks are really, really dope. Um, he's doing something new. As some One of the first things I've heard from him. But I am excited to hear people when they drop stuff at the top of the year. So definitely go check him out. Uh, I had a moment of nostalgia, and I went back and checked out Kimbra. 
And Kimber's oh. got a new project coming out soon. Yeah. So she's got some singles out right now. Uh, Top of the World, Everybody Knows, and Human. Um, the name of the project's going to be, uh, it's Primal Heart. So I've been checking them out. And I love Kimbra. Also, uh, Saint Beauty. Yeah, they did drop a new project. Yeah, Saint Beauty dropped their project, Running to the Sun. Um, you know, it's the South in me, but they one of my favorite tracks they have on there is called Stone Mountain. And um, <laughs> another one they have on there is Not Disgusted that they actually dropped a video for. So I'm feeling them right now. And I had to reach back. Uh, this project came out a few months ago. But uh, Verse Simmons, are y'all familiar with Verse? Yeah. He had that song called uh, Single Ladies, uh, mm-hmm. Buy You Around. Uh, and then he also had a song with Kelly Rowland, I think, or somebody. But Verse was, he was that nigga for a little while. This is a wild card pick, and I have to say it because I forget. And yeah, you go just ahead. made me think about it. Remember Co Ed? Y'all remember Roll With Me yeah, by Co Ed? Roll With, with Me. <laughs> hey, you I show so you around. Yeah. Where you should. That was the shit. I forgot about Roll With Me by Co Ed. That was the jam. It was the jam. Can we talk about the fact that my theory about Justin Timberlake trolling us oh, might be correct. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because this second single, Supplies, is a Black Mirror-esque vibe, just like the first single. So I really think this Man of the Woods shit is a joke. I think he just wanted people <sighs> to think that that was the, you know, the vibe Man of the, of the album, and then he hit you with the Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not well, backwards. Man of the Backwoods. Which it's is black genius. Yeah. I think it's actually a genius way to sell an album. Me too. Funny as hell to do opposite branding. Yes. Love it. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Reggie Snow. It's R-E-G-G, excuse me, it's R-E-J-J-I-E Snow. Um, Apparently he is an Irish rapper. He's like Irish hip hop. Okay. But he dropped a project called Dear Annie. He's not like rapping in, well, I don't even know if they got a, you know, what's a dialect? I don't fucking know. Anyway, he just rapping, and it's a cool project. I think it's him rapping, and then there's, like, a another woman singing on some of the projects. I don't know if they're a group. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, rapping like Frodo ba- Bilbo oh, backing no. off this bitch. Like, like Lord. No. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Hollywood. <laughs> the dynamite. <laughs> Um, but yes, I've been listening to a lot of random stuff oh, right now. No. <laughs> um, I wanted to save this for last. Oh, actually, <laughs> two more, two things. Steflon Don, I was not familiar with who this young lady is. I think she is. Cool name. Uh, yeah, for I, sure. Yeah, cool name. I think she's an island gal. I don't okay. know where. I'm I don't so know which annoying. one. But uh, she has a song called Hurting Me, and actually in the video it's like her and French Montana, but on the remix it's like Sean Paul, Pop Can. Is it Pop Can? Pop Can? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, she's dope as fuck. I like the song. I like the music, and I want to see more from her. I've been watching her perform, and I just like her. And that was it over here with the exception of one last thing. Because this was a black episode... Even though we've done this before, I feel like, I still feel like, or somebody emailed again and asked about it, so I was like, well, I guess we can give it one more uh, try. Anyway, Jordan Matthews, uh, shout out to you for emailing the show several million times. Uh, I do forget, so that was a good reminder. He wanted us to recast the Muses from Hercules. And I remember we tried to do this, and we just gave up. And actually, you said the Braxtons, and it was like, okay, that's perfect. But uh, he actually even included the picture of the Muses, in case you, you forgot or you weren't familiar 
So as you look over the pictures of the muses, I just want to mention a bunch of it's black five women. Of them, right? there, there's there's five of them. Okay. So you know we have not that I will put any of these women as muses. I'm just naming women. So we have like Teacher Moses. Uh, we have like Tamia. We've even got like the Aretha Franklins and uh, Dionne Warwick's. We've got all these sorts of women out here, right? So who would be your selections, your choices for the muses? I feel like the muses are a force to be reckoned with, so I want all of the yellers and screamers. Same. Give me Jennifer Holiday. Give Ooh. me Jennifer Hudson. Ooh. Give me Fantasia Barino. Give me Coco Clemens from SWV. <laughs> and wow. give me, and as a fifth grand dame, give me Patti LaBelle. That's the muses right there. Sheesh. You don't want a Scott? They gonna sing. You don't a want a Scott. <laughs> They lucky. You're lucky to be out of the house. From Escape Three, <laughs> they're lucky to be out the house from right now. Escape Three. Give me Kiki Wyatt. Oh, Ooh, God. okay. Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> okay, Jesse. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to take. You know what? I'm gonna put Shaka. Oh my God, man! Yes, with the fan, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh. Hold on. Who am I missing? I'm trying to think of singer, singer, singers. James Wright Chanel. He can sing his ass off, and he's theatrical and funny. I think he'd be a great job. I'm changing. You know everything. what? Um, Break down the Karen walls. Clark Sheard. Oh my God! Because there, what is it? A bomb, friend. <laughs> um, that's four. I'm trying to think of another powerhouse that I love. Who's another powerhouse? Um, who's got a voice like that that can just knock your socks? You well, never mind. Who are you gonna say? They don't qualify. <laughs> Let me think. Oh, a big voice like that. Who's got a big voice like that? Um, they'll just like knock you out. Mm. I might take Fantasia from you. Okay, because she just fits. Fantasia Barino. She like because that's to be someone loud that's shows. also technical, right? Okay, I would have put Jesse J, but she doesn't fit the. <laughs> I was gonna say Celine Dion, but she don't fit right. the gym. Yeah. Oh damn you. Oh damn! Right. I mean, unless we Tina Marie this motherfucker, we could. I mean, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, Fred, we could. Not I mean. Look, I mean. Is this some voices now? Look, because Christina Aguilera, you know, I don't know what's going on now. Oh, but no. but Christina Aguilera got a voice. Oh, Please yeah. believe. Can't don't slip. That from her. She had moments now. She got a voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But there you, you go. Said That's Kelly who Price. We... No. <gasps> Kelly Price. I would put Kelly Price as one of the muses. Forgot about Kelly with herself. Um, what about Lil not Mo? Not with herself. I thought about Lil Mo just because she's silly enough to be a muse, and and that vocal is still there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That is a good one, mm-hmm. Lil Mo. Lil Mo. Yeah. All my muse is gonna be mm-hmm. ghetto. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just said all my muse is gonna be ghetto, and then I thought Amber Riley. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> just because Amber got like Keisha know. Cole's sister Elite. Remember her sister Elite? She sings too. Remember. Is that it? That's a good choice. Okay, I, maybe not. <laughs> I, I, I was. I just. I. I don't remember Elite. I remember her, but I don't remember Elite. Um, Tammy, Tammy Rivera. I wouldn't put Tammy as a muse. She can sing. She can sing, but I, no, I don't think she can muse sing. She muse words. She got that. She could do it. <laughs> I'm done with my muses for right now. <laughs> <laughs> they were getting too loving hip hop. Okay, uh, that's it for Speaking the. Speaking of loving hip hop. Okay, that, that's it for the music man segment. Let's go ahead, left right kick. 
to uh, TV land. So really quick this week, I just want to talk about a couple things that have been on my spirit. Number one, um, on Married to Medicine this week, we witnessed Dr. Heavenly still trying to, you know, build a bridge with Mariah. Um, yet it was impossible to reach her. Mariah showed up once again looking for a confrontation, being problematic. And that's why I thoroughly enjoy when Dr. Heavenly says your mama to her. Um, um, your mama? Then, yeah, you know, there was so much more, you know. I just, I really appreciate the scenes between um, the girls on the cast who are actually friends, well, the women on the cast who are actually friends, because, like, Dr. Heavenly just posted an Instagram post today. She oh, was God. at the Atlanta Hawks game with Contessa. Like they were, at a, they were at the basketball game together, having fun, laughing. Like, you know, so these people actually hang out and there's legitimate relationships behind them, which is so funny. And this week I almost passed out when Dr. Heavenly walked outside to have the conversation with Mariah and Dr. Simone had to prod her friend to even get started <laughs> with the apology. And Dr. Heavenly and Simone looked at each other like Nikki and Black China in that video. <laughs> but then finally Dr. Heavenly was like, um... Hey, uh, I, I want to invite you. Like, she started out like it was hilarious. Like, you remember how they had a new toy and it was like, all day. All day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the code word. So that was interesting to watch. Married to Medicine has been really knocking it out the park this season. I've been interested yes. from day one. It's so good. Um, loving Hip Hop New York. It's so funny that this show was based today around recasting things and reimagining what <laughs> certain vehicles could look like. Because Love & Hip Hop New York has to be, I've said it before, the most thrown together cast I've ever seen in my yes. life. With the most forced scenes I've ever seen in my life. And Love & Hip Hop New York has, once they started changing the cast out and we moved away from the original, you know, Chrissy and Jim, Kim Bella, mm -hmm. you know, all those people. And when Yandy first came. But after that, it just kind of went downhill and we got a, a little bit of a resurgence and we got kind of excited for a minute. And then we got BBOD. You know what I mean? And oh now my we got God. Now, on it? No. Oh. But they were oh, they were dude. that was the beginning of the end. Thank the Lord. And so now here we are. There's some people on the show who still do serve a purpose. Mariah Lynn is interesting and I want to see her do well. You know, I didn't yes. pick her, but she was here. Yeah. And so her music we, was cute too. Yeah, her music was cute. And I Too feel like much money in the she bank. has a good <laughs> attitude in general. I don't I I'm not she's a likable person. So I want to see her do well. Remy's an established rapper. I don't need to see her on Love and Hip Hop, but I understand how it has helped her with being mainstream, coming off of, you know, her experiences that she's had. So I get why it was good for her to do it, and mm -hmm. I'm okay with her being there because she's a good rapper, and her and Papoose are black love on television. Show as much of it as you can. Um, Little Mo, I, somebody who, let me be clear too, because I am a die-hard Little Mo fan. I've loved her music from day one, going to all the concerts. Like, I love Little Mo, but her personality is just less than attractive to me. I feel like she does too much. Everything is thirsty to me, it feels like. Um, I Just all of the, the fake arguments between her and her husband, Carl, and just there all of go, that. With that walking away stuff Yeah, again. and then they make up five minutes later, but it was the deepest argument, and you were ready to leave, and now they make up because you... It's just too much. And everything, and again, she's accompanied with that, that blue bob. So here we go again with more of the same. So I was just tired of that. So moving on, because loving Hip Hop in New York, I just... The only thing that keeps me watching that show is Juju. I think she's so Ain't beautiful. That crazy? She's so beautiful, and I want to see her play come her book turn into a play. I want to see all her projects come to life. I think she's got such yes. a good attitude. Um, she's just such a joy to like watch, and I think she really is friends with like the people that she says she's friends with on the cast. Yes, and I appreciate that. 
Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm really looking forward to next week. This week, Kenya really pissed me off. And I don't really get up. Kenya, although mm. I see why people have a problem with her, she's never really bothered me on the show. Right. She hasn't. And as time has gone on and I've seen things come out that she has has incessantly, you know, insisted were not true, I see these things actually turn out to be lies. You can't help but have an appreciation for her contribution to the show. That being said, she was an evil, rude-ass person on this last episode, and she rolled that window up in Cynthia's face. What made me so mad about that scene, and I know I'm talking fast, but if you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And what made me most mad is I can never stand a person who picks and chooses when they want to be tough. If you are a person who's tough in conversation, be that way all the time. Don't just be that way when you feel like you have an opponent who's less than tough. And the fact that they underestimate Cynthia is just crazy. But what happened? Kenya Moore rolled the window up in her face. I don't think she would have done that to Nene Leakes. I don't think she would have done that to Candy Burris. There's a lot right. of people on that cast who I feel like she knows would have reacted to that. And she felt like Cynthia was passive enough to let it happen. And Cynthia is not going to, that's not her style. You know what I'm saying? So she just let it go. But Kenya needed to be checked. And that yep. blatant, outright rude shit yep. to me, just because we're friends, you don't have a license to just be openly rude to me because you want to. That's not how that works. And you damn sure ain't about to pick me to be the welcome mat and the background of your foreground as you step all over me and disrespect me on national television? I don't think so. And that should annoy me because we literally just watched Kim do this bullshit last week. Same thing. And it's like, who are you? She's so disgusting. <laughs> and so seeing that same behavior, I just, I didn't like that. I did not like that. Don't do not do that. Don't. If you want to be tough and if you want to have a big and bad confrontational moment, do it with somebody like Portia. Do it with whoever. And it's just so funny to me. Let the record reflect. And then I'm going to move on because I'm almost done. But let the record reflect that Kenya rolled that window up in Cynthia's face, right? Because she feels like Cynthia is weak enough to let it happen. And it went down and we moved on. But if you really want to look at it, they both faced a certain opponent in a physical confrontation. And in Kenya's case, Kenya mopped the, the floor. She was dragged and she was down on the ground. When Cynthia went up against the same opponent, the opponent was on the ground. And Cynthia was chilling. So you use your own meters there. You know what I'm saying? But that's it in TV land this week. Now we'll move on face, to bitch. asking for a friend. Asante. <laughs> I just cut it off like that. Get out my face, You know bitch. you can't do that because then people yell at me. Right. And don't be yelling at friend. <laughs> don't be yelling at friend. Dustin cuts off the segment when he doesn't want to talk about it anymore, you that's guys. That's right. <laughs> Trust the words me. are done. <laughs> the door is closed. Now yes, it is. Let's see what y'all want to talk about. What you got for us, Asante? All right. Don't forget to email us at the friend zone at loudspeaker. Speakersnetwork.com. Uh, with that said, I would like to start with the update on protecting your magic, how to deal with black mixed people with identity issues. Oh. <laughs> hey, friends. I wanted to provide some additional information slash insight regarding the situation. Do we remember this? The girl who was dating the guy, and she's Spanish, but the guy's with, um, he got a baby mama, and the baby the mom mama. she's Puerto Rican? Yeah, the baby mama's white and black, but she be telling people she's Puerto Rican. Yeah. Uh -huh, yeah. yeah. Last week's, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to provide some additional information. My man and I have been together for around five years. Although we were best friends, there was never an occasion slash desire for me to meet his kids. He's Dominican. He identifies as Latino. I'd only seen a pic of them, a pic of them, and they appeared to be a little racially ambiguous. So out of curiosity, that's when I asked what the baby mama's race was, and he told me she's black, she's black white. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. 
have cousins and friends who are black and white, and I was not raised to be racist towards anyone. I didn't think about it until I met the baby mama a couple years later. Needless to say, I was extremely taken aback to see her exaggeratedly portraying every Puerto Rican stereotype and telling me she's 100% Puerto Rican. It was strange to me for the most part. It was strange to me, but for the most part, I decided I'd just hold my tongue and not check her. Don't get me wrong. My concerns began to rise after the older daughter called me a nigga, and that was high, and that's when I was highly upset with her father, her father, <laughs> and told her she was black. She responded, "I'm not black, but Dominican and Puerto Rican." Oh, oh no, this is getting worse. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been called a nigga before, and every now and then I use the word too. My issue was she called me it in a discriminatory way. I'm sorry. That's funny because it's funny. Like she up here calling she and she's thinking, black. That's why <laughs> right. it's so funny. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, because somebody gonna be oh no, nah, he not left anyway. Like, girl, if you funny. don't shut your ass up, <laughs> it took every ounce of my power not to cuss this child out. So I just called her father to deal with her. The little girls are 11 and 10, and my sons are three and two. The reason this concern is getting hard to ignore is because my sons adore their older sisters and watch mm. everything they do whom we get every other week. I feel bad for these confused children. And I was a psychology major, so I... I, She said I am was a psychology major. So I'm curious why people behave slash feel this way. And then she said thank you for the feedback. Aw. Well, thank you for the feedback. Right, thank you for giving (laughs) us the additional context, because I was a little like, well, like, you know, why you can't just snatch these girls up right quick? But you ain't really interacted with them a whole lot. But now that you have to because of your kids, I see what the problem is. But the dad but, needs to figure yeah, it, out. Yeah, why is he silent? It's still following the daddy. And even the daughter being like, I'm not black, I'm Dominican. She needs a whole history lesson. Like, they need to just sit her down <laughs> on the couch and be like, all right, girl, listen up. <laughs> like, do you realize that you are black? <laughs> that shit. <laughs> <laughs> she really thinks she pulling one over on you by calling you out your name. But they're little. Man. All right. So the subject on this email is SOS. Hey, friend zone. My question to you guys is, and then it's never a question after they say that. I'm a black gay soldier in the U.S. Army, and I've experienced many homophobic and racist people, and my original reason for joining was for it to be easier to get into the police force. This experience has shown me that even that may not be the best choice for me since the military and police force is so close to being the same. I don't want to be the oppressed and the oppressor and think that I won't be able to be the change I want to see because the law is the law and I can't change that. Do you guys have any opinions on what I should do in this situation? Um, I think you should do whatever you want to do. If you want it to be an officer of the law and uphold that, you should pursue that. And you don't, you're not responsible for managing um, the inappropriate behavior of everybody else. So just because you're around a bunch of crazy people, that's just like any job you do. It's going to be a bunch of crazy people at your job. And it doesn't mean that you have to do things the way that they do them. And in fact, this is literally how you become the change that you want to see. It's going to be challenging, but you know that your black ass grew up in America just like I did. So you already know what you're going to face in the in the police force, which is why you wanted to go in there and be a change in the first place. So this is one of those situations where like, the truth is tough and it's harsh, but this is the nature of the beast when you take on something like uprooting, you know, a system that is not designed to support your presence there. 
So you just have to tough that out and remain focused on your what, your what your intention is, why you want to change things in the police force. And I think you are actually the perfect. We need more people like you to pursue opportunities to to be officers of the law. So I think that you should bring your perspective, which is fresh and needed and necessary, to that landscape. I think you should totally not retreat. Find the strength and just remember and remain focused on like why you wanted to do it and continue to do it. Amen. I mean, it's a pretty perfect answer. But I do think, let's be realistic here, it's a club, you know, and they have their code of honor. And if you don't follow uh, their little secret clubs and the way that they do things. Your ass will be out of there. I mean, there are consequences. We've seen this over and over. So I think in an ideal world, Mm -hmm. I would love to tell you, like, yes, be the change you want to see. Because, I mean, that is the only way to actually change things by being, for lack of a better term, like the sacrificial lamb that goes in there and says, I'm actually not going to do this the way y'all are doing it. And having integrity and alignment, but let's also be very aware that it's a boys' club. Yeah, and they hold each other down. And how much can you really even get accomplished right. facing that? Yeah. So as long as you are aware of the challenge that it presents, then if you still feel called to it and you feel like this is what you're here for, then you got to do that. That's all I gotta say. I mean, that's really it. Honestly, just is this is a piggyback off of what everybody said, but it's just ninja training. Um, you know, you have your reasons for why you wanted to go into the police force and by joining the US Army for that shortcut, if you will. You know, you might be having these challenges to show you how challenging it might be in the police force as well. So you know what you have to deal with in the army. You can only imagine what you're gonna deal with or maybe what you'll be able to overcome because of what you dealt with in the army while you're on the police force. So it's not going to be easy, but I try to look at every situation as ninja training, especially when it's a really hard situation, um, especially if it's something long-term that takes dedication. Uh, if you really want to make a change, I feel like you shouldn't necessarily say, all right, well, I'm going to just take these beatdowns or homophobic slurs for the next X amount of years. But if you take it and say, all right, you know, I'm going to look at these situations, see how I can come out winning on the other end, how I can come out winning on the end and how I'm going to do that with my time in these situations. If you're going to be in the Army for two, four years, or however long, unfortunately, I don't know how it works. I don't want to be there, so thank you for your service. But if you're going to be out there, you're going to have to tell yourself, all right, well, I'm going to have to put a system in play where I only interact with X, Y, and Z on a lesser scale, or maybe I need to start talking to people about how they're reacting. But it's because it's this, this is your experience. You don't have to dumb nothing down. You don't have to take anything. That's what you want to do. If you want to move forward in the police academy, then and you feel like this is the best way for you to do it, then do it. Just keep your head up, man. And I be used safe. to love the police academy movies. Oh they were funny. Didn't y'all yeah. love Remember police the dude, academy? The black dude used yes, the, the black man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why do y'all know? Oh, I love police academy. <laughs> okay, but did you get into Naked Gun? Yes. Oh, one, two, three, <laughs> two and a half, name? three and, and a third, thirty-three yeah. and a third. <laughs> So let's move on to this week's Black, Black business. business. I wanted to shout out a bookstore called Café con Libros. Mm. Um, it is at 70, 724 Prospect Place in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. BK all day. Right. It is owned by Afro... Actually, it says Afro-Latinx. 
You got to put the X at the end to respect Oh, the X. Pronouns. I was like, what's the K? I don't know what the Tinx is. It's just the a Latinx. more ex- inclusive. I just say Latinx. So I now Latinx. I say Latina, Latina, now, Latina. I'm going to say Latinx. Latinx, however you want to say it. I it's like just, Latinx. <laughs> it's just not saying hey girl, the O or the A. It's just inclusive of you everyone. Um, it says, I'm reading the bio yeah, on the website, and mm-hmm. it says that it's a feminist community bookstore catering to folks who are book lovers, coffee aficionados, or both. And they aim to provide space for anyone seeking a community of readers and thinkers and to spread the love of reading as a source of healing and joy. I love it. Their hours are Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, and Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. 8 a.m., 7 p.m. on Saturday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday. If you want to contact them, that's info at cafeconlibrosbk.com. Check them out. That's actually the website, so check them out. Send them love. Make sure that they can sustain themselves. You know, go buy coffee, go buy books, go hang out, and create the community that she's looking for. So shout out to Cafe Con Libros, and that's it for this week's Black Business. Do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? Yes, um, I'm very happy and excited to announce that my brand new lifestyle series has um, <laughs> gone live. Burr, burr, it's burr, now burr, available burr. on CatchThisLife.com. Yes. And it's so, so cute. Thank you so Redefining much. So something. excited. The show is called <laughs> Grown Man Shit. That is also the hashtag. Yes, grown man shit is here. I'm very excited. So check that out on CassiusLife.com. There will be so many updates, so many episodes. Um, we're going to be covering all sorts of life hacks and lifestyle tips for today's gentlemen. Yes. Really for anybody, but it's focused on gentlemen getting their shit together, quote unquote. And I'm so happy to be the vehicle that is making that happen. And, and you look so cute. Thank you so, so much. Cute. Thank you. I'm so excited about everything that's coming with this project. So just stick around. There'll be so much more. But you can head over, head over to CassiusLife.com right now. Um, you, you can follow their Twitter. People. Absolutely. It is C-A-S-S-I-U-S-L-I-F-E.com. Um, Cassius like Clay. Did mama name him Clay? I'm going to call him Clay. Cassius. So Cassius Life. <laughs> Um, dot com. The show is called Grown Man Shit. I'm really excited and looking forward to more. So yeah, and thanks can to I, everybody involved. Can I just first of all, you guys know what to do. Go and attack his social media. Go and <laughs> okay. attack the video. Go and send traffic. Like this is how we sustain ourselves, ecosystem Thank with all of our guys. work. I just also want to add that you guys. Oh my God, the wave emoji that y'all put in Cheska Yes. I died. She literally hit me up and was like, What the (laughs) hell? She was like, Thank you so much. So, you guys, thank you so much. That was so dope. And shout out to her for premiering the pilot in Sundance. Yes. Yes. Her pilot called Francesca, which is awesome. You guys know it's going to be funny. So, shout out to everyone doing awesome things. Anything you want to add, Asante? Not yet. Not yet, I've but got, soon. But definitely soon. Yes, very soon. I just soon. got finished wrapping up some things for my birthday in March. Yes. And that might not be the only thing happening in March, so yes. stay tuned. Right? Write that down, like okay. he would say. Write that down. Okay. What about you, friend? Well, I mentioned earlier working with Target, Target. which I'm excited about. <laughs> <laughs> so just be on the lookout for that, because it's, it's very exciting. Um, of course, when I drop, the first image and it's one it's three images total on my Instagram you guys 
We'll see. I'll let you know. And hopefully you guys show me lots of love. So Target well, can be like, her, she's awesome. Your emoji is going to be that Target bullseye emoji. <laughs> you know, that's what yes. we're leaving under your picture like crazy. Dead. So it's already written. Yay. Yes. I love you guys. So yeah, that's it for all of us. Thank you guys so much as always for listening to us. And we will see you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Yeah. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.